Dollyville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. His eyes, they closed, and his last breath spoke. He had seen all to be seen. A life once full, now an empty vase, with the blossoms on his early grave. Walk away, me boy, walk away, me boy, and by morning we'll be free. Wipe that golden tear from your mother, dear, and raise what's left of the flag for me. Then the rosary beads, count them one, two, three, fell apart as they hit the floor. In a garb of black, we must pay respect to the color we're born to mourn. Walk away, me boys, walk away, me boys, but morning we'll be free. Wipe that golden tear from your mother, dear, raise what's left of the flag for me. Start a wound filled with hatred and remorse Where 
wipe that golden tear from your mother Raise what's left of the flag for me. Hi, and welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you stupid thing. All right. Yeah, we're buying another camera this week. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Whoop. I'm so dumb. There with we it. go. Okay. All right. Took a second. Damn thing. Yeah. I am the making with me, of course, is my much better, more be- beautiful, more beloved, better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So, uh, so we do have an update. Update number one is this. So I did some magical editing uh-huh. and all of about 2.35 minutes yep. tonight. And uh, this is what we have now for our voters. Yep. But they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Yes. Is that better? Yes, that's so much better. All right, a little shorter. Yes. And uh, no, not the dismemberment one. Don't even play I'm it. I'm not even playing it. No, nope, I don't like it. Shout out to the wolf pack. Yep. Coming in hot. So tonight, uh, we've got a uh, special guest with us, and yes. he's going to be here for more the, of a co host than a guest yeah, he's, tonight. Uh, magical co host. Because he kind of does what we do. Because we kind of say lucky charms, you know, magical co host, <laughs> you know. Why is everything so big on your Irish kick? I don't know. Is anybody else seeing this? Does this look retarded? I mean, you always look kind of retarded, but. Or are we looking fine in the video? Because we're, we're really, we're we're really lagging lagging on our end. end. If you all could tell us. Yeah. Well, anyway, either way, uh, James is with us from we, the people radio. And uh, we've been waiting to get him in and. Don't matter as long as it's William Wallace, LOL. Okay. Yes. Love for all says yes. So she's yes. saying, yeah, everything's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, we got James with us from We the People Radio. Hey, there doing? he is. What's going on? It's really an what? honor to be here with you guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, the Patriot hat of all things. I like it. Yeah. No, I we're- had to rock it today. I knew I was coming on the Patriot Party podcast. There you go. Excellent. My mushroom shirt, like the fucking truth. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. So either way. Um, so we have a vote going on. And the first one was the dismemberment freedom. We're trying to figure out what well, we're going to call our listeners, obviously, <laughs> patriots. Yes. Mean, why would we call ourselves a patriot party if we're not going to call our listeners patriots? So we had the dismemberment f- freedom. You know, when he's at the end of the movie, he's getting cut up and they're about to send freedom. all his different different uh, parts to the four yeah. different corners of England and places head on top of uh, London Tower. And uh, he did the whole freedom thing at the end. So I had that one. No, no dismemberment freedom. And of no. course, she was like, ah, I can't do the dismemberment no. part. He was like literally getting cut up at that point. <laughs> yep. He was um, he was being gutted. Well, as- I heard heard the first part. Let's hear the second part, though. Let's hear it. Yeah. So the yeah. All right. So this is this is the first one that this is the one I was going to go with originally. And I said, no. take our lives. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Oh, let's see. No. Oh, one. Okay. So the new one is this one. Yeah. But they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And that's just yeah. what we're going to do. Because like yeah. whenever Justin's folks come on here, we got a bunch of them that come in ever since the whole Clay Clark thing. Um, I play this in out of respect. And I always give them, give the wolf pack a shout. They, they've yep. seen me a few times. They've seen me a few times. They've been over and hung out. I'm actually 
doing a show with Justin tomorrow. Very yeah, excellent. I thought I saw that on Instagram today. Yeah, where's where's he been anyway? Yeah, he's not in the uh, he's not in the big gray thing with bars on it, is he? No, he's safe. He's good. He's good. Okay. He, was at, he was at the gym this afternoon. I spoke with him earlier. Uh, he's he's safe. Uh, he's getting attacked from all ends. Uh, we got to definitely pray for for Justin. Um, and if you want to support him, go pick out. He's doing a fifty percent sale on his CBD product, Serious CBD. Go so so go to Serious CBD Serious Dash CBD dot com uh, and pick up some CBD over there. Uh, I think code WPR fifty percent off. I'm sure you guys might even have a code with him. Not yet. Uh, not yet. We uh, I've, I've tried reaching out. You know how it is with him. You got to You got to call him every day, or he will not call you back. Make it happen. I'm, I'll talk to him tomorrow. I'll tell him to get you guys a code because uh, he's doing a fifty percent sale off uh, off sale the whole entire month. So if you want to support Justin, what he's doing, uh, go go uh, to his website and pick up some of the seed. It's amazing. I give my dog that three times a day. Yeah. Uh, it's all full spectrum. It's it's amazing stuff. Uh, it really does work. I've noticed a big difference in the way my dog acts. I take it every day. It's awesome. But uh, Justin's, you know, he's he's getting attacked heavy, man. It's I, it's crazy. Anytime you post about him, anytime you you do anything, I get attacked for posting about him. It's crazy. Who who's attacking him? Just out of uh, uh, trolls. I mean, there's a couple locals in Vegas that are coming after him. Competitors that have CBD. Like I posted, I posted his sale this afternoon on Instagram and. Some clown on Instagram was like, oh, uh, it's all fake Chinese made industrial hemp. Uh, it's all garbage. And he really? uh, he runs a CBD company for a big dispensary out here in Vegas. And uh, it's yeah. And people are just constantly like our buddies, the Sergeant Samurai podcast posted something and he's they're immediately getting attacked. It's really wild. It's really wild. I can only imagine the DMs he's getting. He's he showed me a few, but. People don't like. There's a lot of shithead Steve supporters uh, or trolls, I should say, that are attacking him. It's wild. So we definitely got to pray for him. Well, I know, I know you guys did the last one for cannabis and combat. I know it was both of you for the cannabis and combat episode, which you guys did the because uh, I watched it live and I was kind of giggling through it because um, it sounded more like an Oprah Winfrey special special than an actual, you get a lawsuit, you get a lawsuit, you get a lawsuit, you get a lawsuit. And lawsuits. that's what I'm fucking talking about. But uh, what, I, I mean, I, I'm guessing he's going to push forward with that. I'm sure he is, but I, I don't want to speak for him. Uh, him. Him and his lawyer are doing, are doing something and, and that's, that's on him. He's coming back on the circuit and going to be doing shows again soon. I don't know if he's done. He hasn't. I don't think he's done cannabis and combat in a couple of days. He's had to lay low, um, but he's doing a show with me tomorrow night. It'll be out next Tuesday. And then we're doing another show on Monday together. So he'll be back doing shows soon. Um, but no, it's good. I, I got I posted something on our, on our Facebook group and someone was like, yeah, Justin's not going to be having a good time very soon. And then posted like a, a phone number and left the last four digits and and I was like, I, I, I responded back. I said, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure Justin will be fine. <laughs> I'm, I don't think he's too worried. And he's like, I would be because he doesn't know when and where it's going to happen. So I sent I sent I sent it to Justin to forward to his lawyer because I asked him if he knew anybody that had those last four digits of his number. And he's like, my father does like they're 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 trying to attack him. I don't know what they're planning to do, but there's threats being made 100 percent. Wow. Uh, it sounds like I, I think he needs some uh a little veil of security well from I mean, a distance i mean about a mile away <laughs> in which people's balls can be removed at that distance i'm just saying 
if the, if there's something called a neuter shooter involved, I think <laughs> that might work. But not in Justin's refrigerator. He's a giant human being. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. He's he's very very big and can handle himself uh, with uh, with any kind of physical threat and things like that. But a neuter shooter might be might be the trick that really. That always words it off. It always makes it better in the long run. That's what I'm saying. It just it, it, even the thought of it being out there scares people. So you just enjoy it. You're damn right I do. <laughs> train, 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 train to do it. Why yep. like it? The yeah. best, one of the best, if not the best, shots in the world. Like, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> Why wouldn't I enjoy it? I mean, exactly. That's what he signed uh, up for. Yeah, and like father, like son, are our, our uh, freshmen in high school just lettered in shooting today they so. have shooting where you have where you yeah. live in, in school oh yeah yeah you gotta That's come to georgia dude yeah. <laughs> there's nothing like being a around a bunch of rednecks they want no, their kids to do it if you're inviting me out to come shooting with the neuter shooter and <laughs> you don't have to say much like that's a fucking. That sounds like a really good time. I've been I, as soon as as soon as Vlin told me your story, I've been telling. I'm like, you have no idea what our Delta forces are doing. This is amazing. This is what makes me so proud. Like it was, it was so funny because last night we were on here. Uh, we did our normal show last night, and uh, this dude, random dude, I guess he's listened, but he just never really says anything. And then all of a sudden, he piped up in the middle of a in the middle of. In the middle of it, started throwing comments up, and uh, no, it was at the end, and I think he just stumbled onto us, and he was like, "Is this a football show or a political show?" Yeah, he said and something, like, something oh, like that, and I, I, I went off and I, I called him a, a faggot, and I told show. him to get lost and all this other shit, and then we felt bad because he actually was like literally just like he had no idea. He's, he's like, "I'm really just like, I'm looking for actually a political show," <laughs> and uh, I completely destroyed him, and he's just like, "Well, I wasn't expecting that," and I was just like, "Well, <laughs> like he insulted me for free." Yes, yes, we'll I, that I do that all, all the time. time. Well, welcome, welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> no shit. If you're going to jump in midstream, you, you got to know what you're jumping into. The waters are shark infested, especially it's really funny because like the last time that Justin was gone, I can't wait to see him come back because the one thing I always love to watch is the wolf pack because all I do is I go sit in the lobby and watch all the conversations going on. And there are people that show up that are trying to like shit can Justin and you just watch the wolf pack destroy him. And I sit there and I enjoy watching that because that's just so much fun to read all this shit. They're like, they'll post something stupid and then somebody else will just fucking absolutely hammer them. Be like, you're a faggot. You should kill yourself. And it's hysterical. And I'm just like, wow, that makes me giggle. That, and you just that up comment literally got kicked, got you kicked off of discord. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Pull up the popcorn and you start munching and enjoying the show. That's it. I barely even listen to what Justin's saying. And then I'll jump in there every once in a while. And I'll be like, uh, who is that uh, one comedian? I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, Dane, Dane Cook. He did that one joke. He's just like, you know, he's like, I love going into parties, hanging out with people. And I'd walk in the room and I'd be like, I be like, I just put my coat in the room, you know, where everybody else does, throws it on the bed. And I come walking back out. And I'll look at everybody and I'll go. And I'll say it really softly first and I'll kind of get in the middle and I'll go. I think someone shit on the coats and then I'll back out. And I'll disappear in the crowd and then I'll come back in. And I'll be like, I really think someone shit on the coats and then I'll back out again. And nobody will know where I'm at. And then I'll wait a couple more minutes and then I'll jump right back in there. I'll be like, somebody definitely shit on the coats and it'll send everybody in a tizzy running around looking for who shit on the coats. Where's my coat? Exactly. You're a freak. Shout out to uh Glassman green watching on rumble. Thank you. So, Thundercats. Yep. Uh, I can't oh, do that. 
There you I go. don't have the audio. Uh, yeah. I, I have it from a screen clip when I went on his show the first time. Because as soon as he did it, I knew exactly where it was going. I jumped right in. Oh! Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I, I would love to get on that. That's hysterical. And one of the things, actually, I was trying to cut up the video from his uh, Steve, whatever the fucking douchebag's last name is. I was trying to cut that video up and get that first part where he goes, oh, come here. Let me stand next to you. And he raps, you communist treason traitor motherfucker. And I tried to get that and just... I put that part so I can make it a clip on my stream deck and just fucking hit the button where it says you communist, you know, treasonous bastard type shit. And I cannot get it to do it. I'm like, fuck, because it's too loud and it's noisy all over the place. That Yeah, it's in a restaurant. That part of the video might be my favorite part, though, because you, it, there's two two of my favorite parts. I talked about it when, when I was on the show with Justin last time. But you see shithead Steve when Justin, hey, you're Steve Sisolak. Can I take a picture? And Justin's walking up to him like, and to take the picture and you see Steve's face. He's like smiling. He's like, holy shit. Somebody likes me. Like, <laughs> shit. Take a picture with me. And he goes to take the picture and Justin comes out. He goes, I just want to let you know, you're, the, you're a giant piece of shit. You communist piece, fucking traitor. I was dying, dying. Cause just to look at his face was amazing. Did you guys freeze? Did I lose you guys? Uh, yeah, no, uh, we're frozen. I'm trying to fix a video. I, I don't know issue. what the fuck is going on. I just got a, no, it's not StreamYard. It's OBS, actually. OBS is telling me that I have an encoding overload. What? I have no idea what that means. Okay. I just, I, I listened to Justin. Justin told me to set it up this way. I did it. And now I have an encoding overload. I don't know what that means. Okay. I, I, I don't know either. Same issue because we're going live on our show on StreamYard and Foxhole and Rumble and all these places on March 22nd. That's Go. our live show. So I, I just like asked, I asked Justin about it. I said, Hey dude, how do I do this? Uh, I said, how do I make my video look like yours? And he was like, okay, do this, this, and this. And I went through, I clicked through and it, of course he's got those badass cameras. Too. Yeah. That, he that spent makes the a money bit of a difference. It. Um, I haven't yet. I'm about to though, because I'm about done with my camera. And now, yeah. right now I'm getting, what cameras do you guys run? Cause I run the same camera as Justin. No, I just have a normal just like a Logitech, Logitech, yeah, freaking like the top of the line 950C or the 10950C. The Canon Vixia G50s is what we have. He also has the Samsung, but that's like, yeah, it's like four grand. Yeah, this these are just like eleven hundred bucks, and we have and we both have two of them with the video switcher. See, so I can just go boop. I okay, them. I've got the video switcher. Uh, okay. I just don't have the cameras yet to hook up to it. So and I've been StreamYard. I saw an email today. StreamYard just set up an option that you can do two cameras. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. So that's a new, their new update. This thing called an ATEM mini pro. That's what both me and Justin have. It's literally like a, a switcher that you have right here. It's uh, you have the stream deck, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so this can do that, but it's just big, big buttons. Nice and easy. It does all of the, see how mine fades in and out. It's ATEM. A-T-E-M. Yeah, mini. that's what I, I have the same thing. That's what oh. Justin, Justin told me to get it. He said, here, this is what you get. I went out. I've already bought that. I have that part. I just don't have another camera yet. Right. Yeah, me and Justin bought bought it all together. He, uh, he uh, We got it at the same time. I did all the research for Justin, and he went out and got everything. Yeah, um, no, I, I got the big stream deck. I've got the huge, the, the big one, the XL, whatever, the stream deck XL. I got to get uh, I've got OBS and uh, I just like the stream deck just for 
sound, sound effects, sound effects, and whatnot. Yeah. Like we add shit in. You I mean, you're, you're the king of it. I'm the queen. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. I mean, you've got more shit than I've got. <laughs> oh, that, I, I'm just getting used to this. Is all new to us. This is yeah. all new. This is very new new equipment. But a roadcaster is a, a a good piece of equipment for podcasting. I love it. It's been the best piece of equipment that we've ever gotten. Is that the P8? What do you got? The uh, P8 the or the the Roadcaster Pro? Yeah. Well, it's I have the soundboard. So it's got the, the it's got all my levels right here. It's I can hook up four mics to it at once, and I have I can control everything from here. I can have phone calls come in. There's a ton of things that I could do. It has all these pads, so I could put I could you know have fun with that without the stream deck, um, and it, it does everything for you. And it, you don't it, it, you don't even need. Can you hear me? Do we lose yeah, sound? No, we hear some we weird hear sound something in the else. background and we don't know what it is. Oh, don't have, they don't want to come into your house. No. Last, <laughs> Not with last, the number of guns I got. That's the last house they want to go into. Um, but this, the, the Roadcaster Pro is literally the best piece of equipment for podcasting I've ever used. Uh, and I wish I had it since day one because it's that that crucial. Um, yeah, we got the Zoom, whatever. I think it's the, road, the, the bigger the Roadcaster, yeah, the, the PodTrack P8. P8. So, okay, okay, um, yeah, I haven't seen that one, um, but yeah, it's pretty simple. It's not like a lot, a ton of equipment. I don't really, you don't really need much more than that, and your guys would be ready to rock. You have the ATEM. The ATEM is the piece of equipment that you really need. It's raining. Holy shit! It's like all of a sudden, it, like the heavens just opened up outside, and it is pouring. Uh, it is literally, that's I, what we were hearing. I yeah. was like, what in the hell is that Couldn't noise? Couldn't figure out what the hell that noise was. It's raining. Do you oh. not see a lot of rain in Georgia? No, we do. Oh, no, but we do. But at, I've, it's, I've never it's heard never it this loud. It's never been this loud. We are in a new house. Um, so, you know, we're we're still learning the, the sounds and things. So, you know. You, oh, shit. Sparky Boy's here. I did the Excellent. same thing. All right. I have no idea what's going on with this thing now. I can't. There it is. There you go. Okay. There it is for the Wolfpack. So we're going to get right into it uh, either way. Um, so I, I know you guys do the news over there at We the People. Um, so I'm sure you heard uh, about uh, old Victoria Newland. She's no, the. Uh, she's the secretary, the undersecretary of state. Yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't know her name. The, the, and, girl with the, blue shirt, the girl with the blue shirt that spoke in front of the Senate. Yeah. Yes. Well, she did a whole bit yesterday. We kind of brought it up because we, yeah, thought we, it was it. A, we thought it was a little weird that Marco Rubio, um, he he's very, um, he, he kind of set that whole thing up for her to say stuff. He cued that right up for her and he did not expect her to be honest. And he tried to then shut it down real quick, but the whole thing was teed up. However, I, I have a different viewpoint on that now. Okay. Much different. Okay. One of the big things, um, because if you listen to the question that Marco Rubio asked, he said, does the Ukraine have access to nuclear, biological, or chemical weapons? The first thing she talked about, she went right into the labs that the United States has in Ukraine. I brought why that up. You, why would you do that? If the first, if the question originally asked was the ability of Ukraine to disperse nuclear, biological, or chemical weapons on the battlefield, that's a good question. They're bringing it out into the mainstream. We were talking yeah. about this. I literally said this to you when I was on with Justin the other day, and you were like, yeah, "Everybody, everybody that I talk to that's over there is saying they're not hearing that." And we we were we were reporting this two weeks ago, and now uh, again, we're right. 
Like, well, no, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. Well, the thing is that the reason that I brought it up is because yesterday the mainstream media finally took off with it. They finally are calling this out. They're going, wait a minute. Why are there 13? Um, and they're saying there's 13. The number I got from my folks are seven. There are seven, uh, bio web, bio biological weapons grade labs in Ukraine that the United States set up back as far back as 2005. That was the first time the United States set up these labs in Ukraine. So obviously my first issue with the whole thing is Trump was president. Why did Trump let this go on? Where was Trump at with all this stuff? Who hid this from Trump? And if it was hidden from Trump, how did they hide it? And how are they funding it? What black bag operation is paying for this? Because there's got to be something that's not a hammer that costs $10,000. Don't give me that shit because I know that for a fact, there's no fucking hammer that costs 10 grand. Either way, they brought up yesterday about the whole point about how this, uh, how Rubio asked this lady this question mm -hmm. and her answer automatically went to the U S labs that manufacture, support, sell, do whatever, whatever they're doing over there in those labs. Um, well, they reported today that they were working on bat coronaviruses in those labs. They report, they're already trying to shift the blame. Yep. So, so my question becomes, Marco Rubio asked a question about Ukrainians having the ability to access or to fire or to launch or to deploy nuclear, nuclear, biological or chemical weapons against Russia. And her answer immediately deflected and went straight to labs. That being said, why? When that wasn't the original question asked mm -hmm. and was it set up? That was my next one. Was it set up by Rubio? Was Rubio actually doing that? Or was Rubio just doing, was Rubio like trying to set her up? Which is what I, I think might've been happening. You think Rubio was trying to set her up rather than try to debunk the conspiracy theory? Yeah. yeah you, see, you see Rubio with McCain, Lindsay, and Al Baghdadi hanging out. Like, you know what Rubio is about. I, I'm not saying that he's a straight shooter. I'm just merely stating that there's a possible because it's really funny. This uh, this article jumped by Glenn Greenwald. I found it in his Substack yeah. today. Um, it's really funny because at the end of it, the U.S. government, uh, it says, well, in the first paragraph, it says, yet the U.S. fact checkers uh, dutifully and reflexively cited with U.S. government to declare such claims as disinformation and to mock them as QAnon conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was hysterical within the first paragraph they went after folks that follow Q or anything to do with QAnon. Oh, yeah. This is a this, the whole the whole Russian bio lab was a QAnon conspiracy theory. We were and, saying two weeks ago. And uh, uh, Victoria Newland appeared before Senate Foreign Relations Committee's uh, Senator Marco Rubio, hoping to debunk the growing claims that there was chemical weapons labs in Ukraine. Smugly asked Newland, does Ukraine have any chemical bi or biological weapons? Her answer directly went to U.S. labs and research in those labs. So I and, was and the fear that Russia is taking them over. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think Russia's taking them over. I think Russia's destroying them. And I think this is what Russia's been talking about from the get-go. And this is what started all of this. And they're not actually, I don't think there's a war. I think we, we all talked about this the last time you were on our show. We brought you on in, uh, after the after the evening. Um, after the slur of the union. Yeah, slur of the union. Yep. And we all talked about this and we said, I don't believe there's any fucking war going on there. There's, I, don't, I, I think it's all bullshit. <laughs> 
And I'm pretty sure yeah, military activity, but it's not what we're being told. I think it's the labs. I think that's mm -hmm. exactly what's going on. And there's reports that even the Ukrainian government are killing its own citizens because they're all literal Nazis. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. They put out the NATO put out a picture of like for Women's Day and they're like, oh, we have to praise all the women fighting in Ukraine and doing all the things that they're doing. And the one woman wearing wearing fatigues, she's got a big black sun right on her chest. <laughs> and they're just sharing this everywhere. I'm like, yo, you know that she's wearing a, a, a very well-known Nazi symbol right on her chest. And you're going to share this like it's fine and not say anything about it. There's a lot more going on than what we're being told. There's so much more being going on. Um, and I think the bio labs play a huge role. I think what's I think Putin is an anti-globalist. I really do. Yes. His actions and the things that he's doing, we may not agree ideologically. We may not agree on what he wants to, how he wants to rule Russia and be a dictator and hold hold power. But that's that's Russia. It's none of my damn business. He's an anti-globalist. He doesn't want the transgenderism agenda. He doesn't want the World Economic Forum, Rothschild banks, Soros, I flaps, I call him. He doesn't want anything to do with that in his country. And what's going on in Ukraine is a huge deep state hotbed. No one wants to talk about the fact that the only reason that there was a regime change in 2014 was because Putin negotiated saying, hey, Ukraine can't be part of NATO. We can't have any NATO forces on the border and they can't be part of the EU. Well, guess what? They're trying to do that right now. So do you blame Putin for doing what he's doing? Absolutely. Absolutely not. And I agree with that. And I, I think that's a lot of what's going on right now. I mean, Ukraine's been the uh, has been a shit show from the beginning. We took out their old government and installed the puppet regime. And it, he was a fucking literally a comedian. Like we took it out of the movie. Uh, what is it? He uh, was literally playing yep. the president in a, a TV sitcom. Yes. But what was the movie with Robin Williams where he was a comedian one day and man then of the year, man of the year. Yeah. And I put money on it that that's what this narrative is based off of. And this is how we installed that public government. And that public government continues to push forward from this day. And uh, now they're just tired. Now the Russia is just tired of it. Russia got scolded by both Soros and uh, the economic world forum. What's his yeah. name? Um, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. And so did China. And why did they get, why did they get uh, scolded? Because they pulled their money out. They pulled their money back and invested in their own gold. Well, now the World Economic Forum has uh, frozen all relations with Russia and Putin. Uh, they announced today. I think that's a good thing. If they, if that happened here, I'd be celebrating. I'd mm -hmm. like, Thank you, guys. Yeah, please, absolutely. Kick us out, by all means. And really quick, Sparky Boy, yes. The Canadian sniper that apparently uh, his, uh, his name is... Uh, uh, shit, I know the guy's name, too. I know him. Um, and he is pre he's pretty good. I'm glad you put your money on me instead of him, but he is pretty good. He's a good shot though. I've, I've seen him shoot before pr professionally and just normally. Um, it's pretty important. So, and Stantal said there's documents out there saying Ukraine labs were looking specifically for white Russian DNA genome samples. And uh, so Dr. Right there, right below Sparky Boy. Oh. Um, so uh, Dr. Robert Malone was on Glenn Beck today, uh, which they, and Glenn Beck says, you know, they very heavily edited that, for it to go out um, so that he doesn't get kicked off all of his platforms. But the entire interview unedited will be on blaze TV tonight. Um, but he, Dr. Malone was talking about the Chinese doing genetic engineering and talking about how uh, COVID specifically 
affects different genomes differently. And it was designed to do that, which we talked about a year ago. Uh, but the are doing the same thing. With the 23andMe DNA and the ancestor. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, that, we broke that a, almost a year ago. I, I found all of that in uh, fucking Chachi's emails. emails. Yeah, I found uh, 23andMe, uh, the human genome experiment, um, uh, ancestry.com. Ancestry um, yep. um, there's like four or five of them. I found every single one of them linked into by name. Well, not by name, but names of people that were CC'd within the email chain. All of them were about talking about taking dna from all sorts of different people and then using that to de develop a super virus that can mutate and grow with um vi uh, vaccines for it yeah and I was target like, specific genetic populations correct it's coincidence that bill gates is out there speaking saying there's going to be a way more powerful virus strain coming out soon no definitely not <laughs> my well, question is why are they acting like this is a baseball game where we're calling our shot over the field, you know, the back wall, because they're like, oh, well, we've got another, we have another, uh, what is it, variant that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not anymore. That was the other thing Robert, uh, Dr. Malone supposed was that uh, maybe we won't see another variant since Putin went in and shut down these bioweapons labs that he may have saved us from. That's a good take. That's a very good take. That's actually a very valid point. I didn't even yeah. think of that. Um, there's a very good possibility. I mean, the fact that they're they're going they're pushing the propaganda so hard about Ukraine and who is backing and saying stand with Ukraine should tell you all you need to know. It should tell you that there's there, there's this is a deep state op. This is there's nefarious people behind what's going on, and they're not telling us the story for a reason. Uh, you you don't follow the whole uh, Marina Abramovich spear cooking. You you're not a fan of hers, or uh, George Soros, or Klaus Schwab, or. The Clintons or um, who who else is Sean Penn? Who else has come out? What what other pedo has come out against uh, Trudeau? All the leaders, Merkel, everybody. It's everybody. It's the entire cabal. The, everybody that we have been saying are evil for the past how many years, depending on when you woke up. Yep. Are now saying stand with Ukraine. And then they're pushing stories like the ghost of Kiev and Snake Island, these heartstring stories to rope people in with their emotions and be like, oh, my God, and look at what's going on. Uh, it's all bullshit. They used oh, the video yeah. game footage. Yeah, the, video game, the video game companies suing Ukraine and the U.S. government right now for using <laughs> the footage from their video game. It's hilarious, but people still believe it. They're like, oh, well, the people of Ukraine are still being. I'm like, yeah, but they're not telling you what's really going on. I'm hearing, like I said, I'm hearing stories that the, the, the Nazis, the neo-Nazi party are killing Ukraine citizens. They're the ones that are they're actually bombing the, the hospitals and the daycare centers and, and things like well, that. Um, and so and here's my question. If Russia is doing such horrible things to the Ukrainian people, why are the Ukrainian people fleeing to Russia? Well, they're quite literally evacuating Ukraine into Russia. There, did you see? Speaking of evacuating, did you see Kamala Harris, Camel Toe Harris, what she did today when they asked oh, her? Oh, we, we've got, we, we got, got a clip. We got her. We got two clips. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. glad you got the clip because that's yeah. a perfect segue. Uh, you play the clip. It's just so good. I'm I can't so glad. This, this Sparky, boy. Sparky Boy, I'm so glad you brought this up. George Floyd was the ghost of Queef. <laughs> God, you guys are fucking hysterical. Kill me all the time. The ghost of fentanyl. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the memes have been great. Did you see the 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 guy who's a, a Ukrainian soldier and he's running around letting letting all the Russian soldiers sleep with his with his wife, the cuck of Kiev. <laughs> That's excellent. No, but I saw the the, the comic where the guy uh, there, there's a guy sitting at the bar. There's another guy sitting at the bar, and the one guy said, "Well, I voted for Trump because I or I voted for Biden because I didn't want Trump to get my vote." And the other guy said, "Yeah, that's a good idea. That's why I had my head amputated because I didn't want headaches." Their logic is retarded, and they're all falling. They're all they're all going to fall for it again. I was talking to somebody this afternoon. They're setting the stage perfectly. They pushed the American public so far. And people are regretting voting for Biden. Yeah. But now you have Biden doing the State of the Union, which he tried to, to sound like Donald Trump. It was very it was very weird to hear him spew these American first policies, talk about all the things that he took away from Donald Trump, like the insulin, the HBCUs, et cetera, et cetera. And now they're walking back all the mandates just in time right now so they can rope all these sheep idiots and say, oh, no, we're doing America first. We're we're doing all these things that you want now. And they're going to come and still try to vote for for the same Democratic Party and not America First candidates. It's it's hilarious. It, it really is. Yeah. But either way, All this right. is our hope. This is everything we come down to right here. This is the hope of all hope right here. We sent this hole to Poland. This hoe that she's a hole um, to Poland in hopes that she, she would- has a couple of holes and they're filled quite regularly yeah probably normally it was uh old leroy brown or whatever his name was from willie fucking, brown or willie brown from yeah uh, la oh. but really quick this is what she said in poland today she said two things there's two two of them there's two clips i am here standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our nato allies and what is at stake at this very moment? What is at stake this very moment are some of the guiding principles around the NATO alliance. So first question, is she on the northern or eastern or the northeastern flank of our NATO allies? I'm, she had to check her notes. I'm, I'm she, confused she wasn't because sure where she, she, was. wasn't, she wasn't really sure where she was. Nope. She had no clue. No idea. She hasn't even visited our border yet, and she's talking about borders. Yeah, and, and she's, but she's in Ukraine. She's got to talk to them first. That's more important than our border, and that's just a scary thought. So is the fourteen billion dollars going over there too to help out when we're? Fucking oh yeah, oh, that that's straight up money laundering. You know that as well as I do. Bingo. So, and, and actually, I have uh, I have a correction um, about the the omnibus bill that we spoke about last night when it passed they took all the covid relief out of it yeah it's only 1.8 yep. trillion was the amount that it actually passed as today yeah so they took to all today. the all the covid relief is gone with four 440 billion going to ukraine mm -hmm. and i was like yeah that's getting laundered that's yep, going that's right out the back 100 percent it's going in the front door going out the back door i i mean just don't forget the ten percent for the big guy. Well, this this is like a lot of people don't understand. There a lot of, like I have a lot of friends that always ask me. They look at me. They go, "How how are you so uh, pessimistic about everything that's going on?" I was just like, "Well, wait a minute. Have you ever lived around the mob? 
literally this is how the mob worked yeah they would walk in they would take over a business without putting their name on any other fucking line they would run up the store's credit while the stuff's coming in the front door they're selling it out the back mm -hmm. at a cheaper price but making twice the amount of profit on it because they're actually not paying for it to begin with it's going on the store's credit so they're not actually paying for it at all then when the store goes belly up it all gets taken over by fucking by the bank anyway so it doesn't fucking matter anymore yeah. that's exactly what's going on in ukraine the money's going to the front door it's getting filtered going right out the back and that's how this works this is a mob operation we just stole it from the italians they're just much better at it than we are well the yeah. government and the mob were were tied together since the mob's been around i mean they they've been working together i don't know if you i'm a big fan of mob lore uh and do you, oh yeah you check out Michael Francis or Sammy the Bull Gravano's YouTube channels? Yep. They're pretty fucking dope. I, I love checking that stuff out. And Michael Francis, he he does a very good job of breaking down how the, the mob was involved in JFK. He's like the CIA, the mob, they all work together. He's like, <laughs> we were involved. Uh, and he breaks it down really well. He's like, we've been working with the, the mob has been working with the, the federal government for as long as the mob has been around. And he's he was in it. His father is one of the all time mob mob guys there is sunny franchise francaise yeah if uh franchise uh is it french francaise or is it uh franchise i thought we always thought it was franchise when he says he because says michael yeah okay yeah because i i was thinking sicilian but um nolan richardson very good point you think they're the re u.s bio research labs are making meth for a hunter or crack possibly well, all you got to do is make Parmesan cheese and throw it in the fucking carpet and he'll find it. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's 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 another thing that nobody wants to bring up. No one in the mainstream media wants to bring up the connections between Hunter Biden and Burisma and the big guy. They don't want to talk about the fact that Joe Biden repeatedly said he had no dealings with his son and Burisma. Yet the, in the Hunter Biden laptop, it shows photos of him playing golf, dinners being planned, et cetera, et cetera. How no. about the money? Yeah, how about, how the, about video, the, money? the video of the, the quid pro quo video where he was literally like, fire the prosecutor or I'm going to withhold the billion dollars in aid. I $6 mean, dollars in aid. And it was at the Council of Foreign Relations, which is a giant cabal deep state operation as it is. It's like the Bilderberg Group. It's like the Trilateral Commission. It's all the same stuff. And he's literally joking about it, speaking candidly. He's like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. What do you know? The guy's fired like it's a joke. And he's not going to get in trouble for it. Like what? And he didn't. But he didn't. He didn't get in trouble for it. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. But I, I really think there's this Ukraine situation is going to lead to uh, bigger things. There's so many things going on all at once. And it may look if you're just paying attention on the surface level that we're in a rough spot. But there's still so many things to hang our hat on and say, OK, we have this still. This is still going on like the Durham report that is still happening. Michael Sussman is singing like a bird that only leads to the Clinton Foundation and the Clintons. Then you have then then you have everything that's going on in Ukraine. And I think that's going to peel peel the layer of the onion because it's a very, very layered story It's a very complex story. You know, we're, we're fighting against the masters of the universe that have been in control and in power for how long? Nobody said it was going to be easy and nobody said it was going to happen overnight. Yeah, yes, but realize this too. When Durham filed his report, it was five years and three days past 
mm-hmm. the crime ha- actually happened. It was three days after the statute of limitations limitation had expired. There are no more sta- No matter what happens to Sussman, Sussman can sing all he wants right now, but he's never going to jail. Yeah. No one will see a day of jail time. Statute of limitations expired under him. He is everything he has done to this point. I had to go look it up because I thought it was bullshit, too. I was like, no way, because I've been hanging my hat on Durham, thinking Durham was going to be the answer to everything we need. And then the other day I heard somebody else bring it up and I went and looked it up. And sure enough, it is three days when he dropped his paperwork to file charges against Sussman. It was three days after the fact what he's talking about. So the only thing that he can technically charge him with right now is lying to the FBI. That's mm-hmm. it. He cannot charge him with any of the other shit he wants to charge him with. So, so again, Sussman's not the fish that we want. No, I know he's just a small one. You start at the low and it goes up. I get that, but even still, if we're already past statute of limitations, though, you can't charge them unless they committed a crime that's still within the statute of limitations exactly. that he can prove. Exactly, which, which very well may be possible. Yep. It's based, possible based on the criminality that, that they're involved in and the people that he's working with it, it, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, these people are involved in so many crimes. And when he absorbed the Huber report, that was that was directly involved with the Clinton Foundation and the nefarious things that they were involved in. What do you think that they uncovered there? Do you don't you what, don't you think they're going to find some really bad things from the situation in Haiti while they're looking at the Clinton Foundation and Laura Silsby and that whole whole thing? Because that's part of the Clinton Foundation. And where that where that money went, don't you think while you're in because the Huber report was separate from the Durham investigation. It was separate. The Huber report was absorbed by John Durham to to add to the Durham investigation. As you're investigating, if he's doing a real detailed investigation on these people, it wouldn't take very much investigating to peel the layers back of this onion and find some way more evil shit that they're involved in than just the the uh, the Russia investigation. If there were crimes being committed, you're absolutely right. But now you've got to get people to testify to that. It takes a lot. And all I'm saying time, it doesn't, it takes a lot, but it also takes time. Exactly. Don't you you find a lot of, a a lot of hope that there's been zero leaks on the investigation? Like that is one of my, my favorite things about this John Durham investigation is that, that nobody can find a damn thing about what this guy is actually doing. I, I, I think there's a possibility there, um, but then I I also wonder if the leaks aren't aren't because there's also nothing that he can really do. But why is the mainstream media trying to control the narrative on the Durham report every chance that they get? Why are they like when he stepped down as the U.S. the the U.S. attorney in Connecticut, the media was like, oh, John Durham, nothing burger, nothing. He got nothing. He's he's no longer let let, he's not telling the people he's still a special counsel. Every arrest, Kleinschmidt, Sussman, every arrest that happened, they tried to downplay it and say, oh, he's done. That's all he got. Big nothing burger. Every headline, every time an arrest was made. That's everything that the mainstream media. So and why is the mainstream media trying to figure out what John Durham is doing so bad? Rachel Maddow is literally having mental breakdowns over trying to figure out what John Durham is doing on live television because they don't they have no fucking clue. Every single investigation prior to this is different because they they grand juries. You're not supposed to know shit. But previously, they were all on the take. They all knew. So they tell each other and they tell it. Tell, so they, they give the little thing in, in, in the media. So the media gets to spin the narrative. Now they can't. They're fishing. They're trying so hard. I, 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 I'm not going to disagree or agree. I, I'm just I kind of uh, when I realized that there was no more, there was like zero 
I was like, I was so frustrated and pissed off because I looked at it the same way everybody else did. I was like, just wait for Durham, wait for Durham. Durham's doing something. We don't know what's going on. When he dropped the paperwork, I thought it was very interesting that you could start connecting certain dots, especially everything going back to the Clinton campaign. And now you know for a fact that they were spying on Trump, not only when he was just a, a, a president elect, but then when he was president, we know that they were spying on him as well. So now I begin to ask the question, well, wait a minute. What is the statute of limitations on that? I went and looked that up. Do you know that spying on a president's only two-year statute of limitations? I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Only two years? That should be like murder. That should well, be the same thing as treason. Uh, 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 again, I agree with you. A thousand percent agree with you. It should be. It, it is treason. If that's not treason, I don't know what is. Spying on a sitting U.S. president and trying to overthrow the government. Um, that's treason, if you ask me. But... There's so many layers when you start and it's not you got to you don't have to dig deep when you're looking at the Clintons and that whole crime organization that they, they, they got going on to find other things that are way past the statute of limitations. Like no one's no one's talking about Uranium One. No one's talking about the Wiener laptop. I'm sure it didn't take that John Durham very long to to uncover a few things that led him to the Wiener laptop for for evidence. I'm sure there's, a, there's some things that, that led him to that. Um, like really think about it. Well, think about so, this. Too. Hold on, hold on. So Josh uh, from the Red Pill Project brought up uranium one the other day. Actually, um, he had an interesting theory about that in relation to Ukraine. I maybe more than a theory, given Josh's sources and connections, um, that I that was one of the reasons that Putin went into. Ukraine because they were building dirty bombs with the uranium that they got from Hillary Hillary Clinton through uranium one underneath right. Chernobyl and the other uh, some of the the other nuclear sites there. That's a very good possibility. That's a very good take. Josh Josh knows his shit too. That's yeah, a, he does. That's not a bad take at all. Um, yeah. I, 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 I like I said. I think this Russia Ukraine situation. Like, what what was Zelensky's role in the in the in the impeachment of Donald Trump? Do you think he was an innocent bystander, or do you think he was involved? Do you think he was doing? I, I think he was involved. Yeah, he had to be involved. I think it was involved, and I think it went sideways on him, and it went pear shaped. And his attempt to get Same. back good with Trump was by saying, "Look, I can investigate this on my side." And, yeah. and he did, and then then it didn't. Nothing came of it. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that nothing came of it. The phone call came of it, which led to impeachment one. It was a setup. It was it was a setup yeah. basically to get Trump to call him and say, yeah, what what about Hunter Biden? Well, yeah. I love how they they never show the footage of Adam Schiff sitting in front of Congress reading his parody that he said after Trump released the transcripts like that wasn't a parody, dude. No one wants to bring up these things. No one wants to talk talk about this. And bring it to the to the forefront because i think it all connects i think that impeachment i think ukraine uranium one russia all of these things he did joe biden did say uranium he did yeah. say it uh, yeah. but i think all of those things play a role in this i really do and i think the durham report it, that plays a role in what's going on it's connected um it what really bothered me was the fact that he dropped the report three days after the statute of limitations ran out, you know, whether or not the statute of limitations has run out on other crimes, the fact that he did that in that time frame was very telling. Um, it's almost you. like he's screaming 
um, I've been compromised or they're not going to let me do this. Like I, I can put this out in the court of public opinion, but it's never actually really going to go to court. The, well, the fact that he did it because he could have dropped it the day before the statute of limitations ran out and it would have sent an entirely different message. Let me ask you this because our government, our systems are so corrupt, mm -hmm. so evil at every single level. Do you think that anything to fix that problem, it will ever be solved through the court system? Do you think that's ever possible? Not at all. No. No chance. Zero. No. No. I agree. I agree. So when you bring up the court of public opinion, I think that's really all that matters at this point. I really do. And I think that's why he's continuing. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I honestly I don't think legally we're gonna see anything come of this. However, there will come I, a time when they can't walk down the streets. I, I do believe that he's letting the um, he's doing the patriotic thing by saying, look, America, you've been sold a bag, bag of bad bag of apples. And this is why it stinks so bad. And read this shit. And I think what the media and the MSMs and uh, the Democrats are hoping is that we're too dumb or too naive to go ahead and read what's in the Durham report and put two and two together our, ourselves. Or like when when the Podesta emails come out and Chris Cuomo's like, oh, uh, it's illegal for you to read these. We can only tell you what's in these emails. Exactly. I mean, it sounds like the Catholic Church from the you know 1300s. It, it, you can't read the Bible. Only we can tell you what's in the Bible. Yep. It's, hey, that's it's the same playbook for 2000 years that it doesn't change. They're not creative. Thing. No. And you could see it. The writing is on the wall. Everything that they're doing like. No one wants to talk about how a lot of our wars that we've gotten into, all of them were based and predicated on lies. Absolutely. 100%. No one wants to talk about Operation Northwoods, where our intelligence agencies literally planned on killing American citizens to get into a military conflict with Cuba in the early 1960s. No yep. one wants to talk about this. They've been doing this for decades, that they've been planning these strategic attacks so they can get the public's emotions behind it congress behind it so they can go to these wars you don't think that they're not doing this right now as we speak when they're making up the ghost of kiev and and snake island come on when like, when Zelensky is giving such speeches that the translators that the uh you know deaf people translators american sign language people are yeah. literally crying crying during the speech i i mean he's an actor Tug at the emotions a little bit more. This is politics, fake. not drama. Super fugazi. Yeah. It, it, it's a gigant, gigantic fugazi. Yep. Mm -hmm. it's oh, called, yeah. uh, could Russia be leading the way into a multipolar world? Eh, possibly. I don't think so, though. I think Russia's doing the right thing. I think Russia's actually bringing out the new world order. I think Russia's showing the NWOs corruption their infection into everything and what they're tired of is seeing it come up to their borders and now they're just they're like fuck it i'm done now we've got to show them that we're not fucking around anymore and the second that you lock horns with two nuclear powers and you have you set them in a collision course with each other that changes the whole scope of the landscape and does it i ask the question again why a war unless we need the war for the great reset 
And that's what I think it is. I think it all boils down to that. I think we need the war for the Great Reset. So that way we can move forward into the Great Reset. And then Soros and all of his minions and the NWO and all their back shit can all take over and do what they have to get done. Well, that's definitely part of their plan. But there's 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 counter moves and counter moves. And uh, I think it, it could be the situation where these guys think that they're in control and they think that they still have the power. So they're pushing for that 16 year plan to finish it up. This is why everything's in hyperdrive. This is why we're seeing it at breakneck speeds. Everything is just happening one after the other. No, no break in between because they need to catch up on all the time that they lost while Trump is in office and they're trying to get into war because the only way they can get rid of the constitution is if we lose in a war and part of the treaty the constitution is eradicated and a new globalist world one world government situation gets set up. That's the only way that they're getting rid of the constitution and the second amendment. They've already uh, gotten rid of it. They, yeah, they've, they've, they've done a pretty, yeah, the first amendment's pretty dead, but we still have our guns. The neuter shooter still exists. And we, we do with right. that, but I mean, think the first amendment's gone. The fourth amendment is gone. Um, yep. You know, I mean the second amendment. Yeah. We, we have that for now, but. To a degree, if they enact this cryptocurrency, we could be fucked there, too, because yeah. that's just their way of controlling a, where we spend our money. Yes, that's what they want. That's why that's that's exactly why, what they want. That's, that's what they're trying to do. A hundred percent. But the only way they get that is is with a war. They need they need to get our guns. Um, the only reason we're not seeing Australia and uh, Canada type restrictions in the United States is because we have our guns. Um, it's the I, literally the only, yep. well, the only reason we're not speaking German right now is because yes, we've had our guns. So no, yes, but I, but I, you know, that's a, that's a whole other rabbit hole you can get down into with <laughs> that's one of my favorites and the events <laughs> that really occurred and why it happened. Um, but yeah. that, that, that that's neither here nor there. Um, as far as far as uh, removing these corrupt individuals, it's it's not going to be easy. And it's going to take a lot of time and they need this agenda to happen. And what's happening with this agenda, it's it's almost backfiring, whereas it's waking people up at breakneck speeds while it's happening at breakneck speeds. People are like, holy shit, like what is going on? This is crazy. Like even regular normies are starting to question the things that are happening that I'd never thought would be be talking about. Oh, I don't I'm not into politics. I'm not into that. You know, those regular average Joes that just try to go along to get along. They're starting to question these things. And I think that's part of the Great Awakening. I think it had to be this way, unfortunately. Because if you've been going down these rabbit holes for as long as I have, it was a very lonely road for many, many, many years. I can many. tell you, blue in the face, I can show you all the documents. I can show you all the paperwork. I have all the evidence to back up what I'm talking about. And you still won't believe me. I'm still a crazy conspiracy theorist. Epstein happens. Oh, it's here. Now it's gone. No one's talking about it. No one gives a shit. It's it's all it's it's all distraction by the mainstream media and things like that. But now people are seeing it affect their pockets. Now it's drastically affecting their lives. And it's not going to affect them until it affects their pockets and their everyday lives. Even the virtue signalers, even the people that are out here saying, oh, we need to help this, that and the other. And it's funny when you ask them, oh, well, why don't you just give them some of your money? Oh, no, I can't do I can't I can't do that. I can't do that. Even the virtual signalers are like, yo, this is crazy. Gas through the roof. Like, bring back bring back orange, man. It's, well, you it's know, see, 
But that's what they want, right? Because they wanted to lock us in our homes. They they tried to lock us in our homes for two years. People finally had enough. They gave up. We're not doing it anymore. We're done with the mandates. We're done with, you know, we're done with the restrictions. So now they force the price of gas so high that literally people can't go anywhere. Um, this uh, story coming out of The Guardian out of California. It's not worth it. Rising gas prices force drivers to work for less than minimum wage. I mean, you're looking at uh, Lyft and Uber drivers all over the place. Like they're just, they're, they literally can't afford to work. No, I mean, they're spending more than uh, on gas. Uh, if you commute more than 15 minutes to work, which almost everybody does, if they're back in an office setting, then that it's for the most part, if you're making less than $20 an hour, it's not last, worth it. I said the last time that at what point do the American public say enough is enough? At what point? Like we're 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 getting close to seven dollars a gallon in some places. Oh like, yeah, it's already there. It's, it's already there in California. It's it's fucking wild. Like I'm doing Sam Tripoli's show next week, and I'm going in studio, and I'm almost thinking about not doing it in studio because I don't want to drive to L.A. and have to pay gas prices out there. Like I'm gonna make sure, like right before I get into California, whatever I'm at, I'm gonna fill back up so I don't have to buy gas in L.A. It's crazy. Shit, I would go and grab a bunch of gas cans, throw it in the back of the car. I mean, you might look like a Unabomber at that point, but hey, I don't have a truck. I can't put a bunch of gas cans in my car. Oh, you you don't have a truck? Oh, okay. No, I got I got a I got a uh, a race car. Nice. Yeah, I like to drive fast. But uh, with, with what you were saying though, I it, it is. I think we're getting to that head. I think we're close. I think I, we're really we're it. And the more this financial burden starts to, to really wear down on the American people. I honestly, somebody asked me a while ago what I thought the tipping point for us would be. And I said, it's when it starts hitting us where it counts. And everybody's like, well, what does that mean? I was just like, well, it's either you're going to go after the second amendment or they're going to try and go after the second amendment in some like drastic way where they actually start to try to round up our weapons or they start taking our money away. And right now they're right in between the two because uh, the other night during the state of the union, something else fucking retard said when he was up there, ghost guns. And oh, yeah. he, he left a very generally, uh, I would say broad definition of what a ghost gun is. Oh, anything printed out of a 3d printer. Uh, okay, no. Joe, I can print a lot of shit out of a 3d printer. Dildos, um, there's other shit. Endless, endless amounts of to dildos. Seriously. Absolutely. Because I, I would still make a dildo, <laughs> for, dildo my, I, for a suppressor. You told, me, told me the dildo story of what you did to your commanding officer. I cried. Dude. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, she I told, told the, you I told the dildo story. About the double headed the double headed <laughs> fucking monster that you put in your, your nine inch. He was a warrant officer. <laughs> that motherfucker, dude, he couldn't. Talk about a guy that could walk into a room. He could walk into a comedy show and ruin it for everybody. He didn't laugh at shit. He showed no emotion ever. And I thought I, I was so like, oh, man, I thought about this. I had the bag. She sent me the bag, and I'm sitting there dumping it out going, what is all this shit? It stinks. Fucking this gigantic right. fucking dildo comes rolling out. I was like, oh, that's it. That's what I'm doing. We'll tell the dildo story another time. But going back to your point. Boys are running around like unicorns. <laughs> We had butt plugs on the front of our trucks, on the oh. tops of our antennas. We were riding around with fucking, oh my God, it was hysterical. Okay. For all of you that um, have missed the dildo story, I used to run a hotel and a guest left behind a 
huge duffel bag full of dirty dildos and they were nasty. So I boxed that shit up and I sent it to Mick in Afghanistan and he proceeded to distribute them all over the country. Um, so anyway, uh, there were kids running around with dildos stuck to their foreheads saying, look at me, look at me. I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a goddamn unicorn. And we were like, (laughs) yeah, you're a unicorn kid. You have no idea where that dildo just was. It was in somebody's ass. But but before we got to, uh, before we got into the dildo story, let's, no, no, no. Hold on. Because there's people asking questions about it now. So, <laughs> you can't go back. You can't. You can't rebox All this right, up. Tell the rest of the story. So there was one dildo in this thing that was probably it was it was, it was seventy-two eight, inches no, long. No, it wasn't. You get bigger every time. It was it was like two feet long. It was twenty-four All inches. All I know is when 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 no, when Vila, it was huge. When yeah, Vila it was, was seventy-two inches long. They pulled it out of the bag, and her hand is like this, like wide open. She's like she's like pulled it out of the bag, and it was just like. Like this. I held it it like this in my hands. Okay. This is how big it was around. I held the thing like this in my hand. We had a warrant officer who didn't laugh. He didn't fucking, he didn't make any comments. The guy rarely ever said anything humorous. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get this guy to laugh. I I've got to fucking, I got to get to him. I, there's something I've got to do. So they put me in charge of our bags before we went home. So I had to go through customs with all of our bags and everything, which is the worst fucking thing to do. So I took all of his stuff out of his bag after the customs officer was done with it about halfway down. I moved all of his stuff to the side and I curled up this fucking gigantic dildo. And this thing was huge. And so I curled it up in there like a snake and then packed all this stuff neatly on top of it and then sealed his bag. And uh, we brought it to we brought it to the the airport. We were getting on the plane and we're all getting on this plane. And it was a civilian flight out of uh, Doha at the time. And uh, we're sitting there and they have to run it through the scanner anyway, even though they've already looked at it. They've still got to run it through and x-ray it in case some fucker like you put something stupid in there. Yes. So. uh, He's sitting there and uh, this little fucking like the kid must have been, I don't know, I think he was like 22. Um, this 22 year old like TSA guy who's just like us, whoever owns this bag and he read off the last four and the warrant officer kind of looked up and he's like, huh? And he's just like, yeah, I, I need you to come over here real quick. And so they take him over and it's in front of our whole company. So there's there's uh, 120 of us standing out there watching this warrant officer getting stuff taken out of the bag. And this fucking 22-year-old dude picks up this fucking gigantic dildo, picks it up, and he looks at the warrant officer. He goes, what's this? And the warrant officer, without skipping a step, not even cracking a smile, nothing, the straightest face ever, looks at him and goes, well, could you take it? And everybody in the whole fucking airport erupted in laughter. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. Talk about a guy that just, he couldn't even laugh at that. And then we're getting on the plane. He walks by me. He slaps me in the head. He goes, I'll get you back for that motherfucker. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And the last leg of your trip home, because that was a that was a commercial flight, but you took a military transport on the way home. Yep. And uh, where we hung our, we we hang our, uh, we hang uh, ponchos or not ponchos, but. uh, Whoobies. Whoobies. And we hang, well, not whoobies, but uh, what the fuck you call them? Hammocks. Hammocks off the side of cargo containers. Well, I woke up when they were waking everybody up to go to 
hey, we're getting up. We're landing soon. You got to get up and sit down in your seat again. I'm fucking sitting there and I wake up and I am covered in nothing but dildos. There's dildos and butt plugs all over me. And I was like, <laughs> you motherfucker. How did you like store? Where did you put these? I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, this is crazy. How did you get all these dildos on this plane? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what What did each one of you fuckers save one for me so yes. that you could get me going back? Because yes. we take, we took, um, what is it? Uh, uh, the shit that makes you go to sleep. Halcyon. Uh, yeah, it was Halcyon and uh, took something else to relax everything. It, it, you just pass out. Yeah. You're gone for a good 20 hours. Boom. You wake up. Next thing you know, you're landing in the States. And we don't have to go through customs again. So that's the nice part. We already went through customs once. We don't. So have to no do need again. to explain the dildos on the back end. Just exactly, the front end. Just the front end. So. <laughs> but okay, great. So the dildo story is over. It's been told. You know, front end, back end, either way. <laughs> it does make a difference. <laughs> Um, Leave it to James to come up with that one. But uh, what you were saying before about the tipping point, what's going to cause the tipping point? Guns or food? And here's the deal. Not everybody in America owns a gun, but everybody in America has to eat. Yep. And Uh, everybody in America has to work. mm, So if you... Not necessarily. There's plenty of people that are still sucking on the government tit, but... Um, you know, their even their money is not going up proportionately to inflation. Inflation just they 7. just released it today. Nine percent. Seven point nine. Or is it nine? Seven point nine percent. It is the highest inflation rate, I think, ever. It is seven point nine. They're saying February. like 40 years. Highest in four decades. We had highest gas a- national gas averages broke the two thousand eight record. Oh, coincidentally, same year Barry Satoro became president. Just coincidence. Yeah. But uh, you know, ga- ga- this is part of their plan. They're trying. They they've been doing it with ammo as well. Ammo for five, five, six is dollar twenty around. I'm like, are you <laughs> out of your damn minds? Yeah. Have Have you tried to buy powder just to make ammo? You no, can't. I, no, just I, to buy I powder. Just to buy. I used to be able to f- buy a five gallon keg of black powder just to make ammo. Okay, that was sixty bucks. I went just the other day to my gun shop right now and from where I work. And just to buy the same five gallon powder keg little thing that they've got, that thing alone is 360 bucks now just for the powder. Yep. And you got to buy the the brass. I get a cheese. Well, I I go to local ranges and just steal it. But did I say it out loud? No, I mean, I go there and I look at it. Um, I I, I honestly, I should have used the the dildo story to segue into that dumb cunt. Why don't you play her second clip? Oh, Kamala. Oh, Kamala. Yeah. Come a lot. She's part of come a lot. We did it, Joe. Wait, wait, do that again. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> See, you've got all the good shit. Love oh, it. I, well, we, we can go for days. Fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. This oh, is, yeah. do, you, do you remember Opie and Anthony? I do. Yeah. Uh, see, there's another guy, a wow guy right there. Yeah, I gotcha. Whip it's out Wednesday. It's not Wednesday. I'm not whipping him out. Oh, uh, come on. Nope. It's Thursday. It's one day after. Jesus. Hey, she was a whore. Hey, hey, I say it two times. Why? Because I'm telling me two times. You say everything two times. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Yes. I got to go get the papers. Get the papers. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll play. We'll play this dumb cunt. This is her reaction to uh, when she was asked a question about the refugees in Ukraine. 
to ask you about some reporting that my colleague here in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town who told him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> uh, a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, so this time. Szanowna Pani Redaktor. Madam, the situation is very complex. This is what I was saying. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if everybody else caught that, but she said a friend in need is a... A friend indeed. A friend indeed. Wow. But did you see her? Like, she got asked the question and literally just looked like a deer in headlights. She's like... She has no fucking clue. And then looked over to him like, uh, are, are you, are you going to take this? Are or because uh, I can't answer this. And then she's like, oh, shit, he's not going to do it. Uh, a friend in need is a, a friend indeed. You want to help me? And then cackles. <laughs> Let me just laugh. It, yeah. it, that's, her, that's her answer for everything. Oh, wait. Yeah, shit. I'm sorry. I completely really missed that. Uh, you'll have that in those big jokes. Mm -hmm. That's what I heard. I got to oh find my There but, you go. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I... She, she, this is how she does everything though. I've come to that realization. She does everything that way. Like if she doesn't know, uh, if she doesn't know like what she's about to say or what she's talking about, she, she automatically laughs as yep. if, and she's supposed to be our last night, last hope right now in Poland. She's supposed to be smoothing everything out with the whole MIG situation and the fact that we wouldn't take the MIGs. Um, when they, you know, that they flew the MIGs to Ramstein. They were sitting at the Air Force Base in Ramstein on the air on the pad, and they were waiting for the Americans to send them to the Ukrainians. And uh, now they're sitting there. They're still sitting in Ramstein Airfield right now, and nothing's being done with them because the Polish don't want them back. And right now she's supposed to be bartering a deal for the Polish to fly them to Ukraine. Which we know how that's going to go. Unless she's going to blow the pilots. Unless she's going to blow every single guy flying that fucking thing. Ain't nobody from Poland going to fucking fly those things over. No. And we don't know how to fly them because they're. Pastor, though. I wouldn't put it past her. She's been known to do it. Yeah, that's she, that's true. She spent Sorry. most of her life on all fours. So yeah, I would not put it past her. Montel Williams would probably tell you a thing or two about that. Mayor <laughs> Willie Brown. I was about to say Willie Brown would yeah. probably know more about that than Montel Williams, right? Montel oh Williams, no, they, 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 she he was she was caught arm in arm with him on on the red carpet. Really? Yeah, yeah, he was sloppy seconds or two hundredths. Wasn't he like a seal? Montel Williams, a Navy. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I thought he was a. I thought he was a Navy SEAL or some shit like that. No, okay. in maybe in his wildest dreams. Ask you. I'd be curious. Started the seals. What are you? What are your thoughts on the seals? Uh, sleep, eat, and lift in sun. Um, that was our technical acronym that we gave to them. Sleep, eat, and lift in sun because that's all they ever did was they slept, they ate, they lifted a lot, 
and they sunned a lot. They were always constantly working. Actually, that's not true. The West Coast teams were actually really pimp. I liked working with the West Coast teams. Uh, the East Coast teams, not so much. They're a bunch of dickheads, and we really didn't like them. We got into a lot of fights with them. We didn't really get along. And they're all assigned a personal publicist when they get out. Yeah, when they graduate buds, so you know, they get their publicist out there. So yeah, it all works. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard stories from people that uh, would know that they're 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 like the cabals, special forces. I I don't know uh, that I couldn't speak uh, educatedly to the reason that they got the Bin Laden raid is because the way the 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 way the the thing worked out, it was originally planned for Delta doing it. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was, um, as of course in the movie, they don't tell you this, but you get put on certain cycles and the cycle that they were put on Delta was coming off of it. And they were basically had the whole mission plan and everything was prepped and ready for them to go because you can only stay for so many days at the level that you stay at while you're waiting for that. And it gets really ridiculous. And what happened was, uh, that when the, the way it just worked out when they got the go word, um, which the whole plan had been manifested and worked out to get Bin Laden. They just happened to be there that day. Seal t- uh, Meal Team 6 was there that day, and boom, they were off, and they flew out there in their quote-unquote fucking secret, super-secret stealth helicopters, which is impossible to do. And body in the fucking water. Do you call them Meal Team 6? I yeah. most <laughs> Okay, just check. <laughs> Well, it, it is. I mean, it's not. Oh. It, it, it's not accurate because they're not. Those dudes are pretty much. In, I mean, those guys are badass. But I, I just. Oh, of course, they're fucking. I, I, I get fucking annoyed though because it's always them. It's never anybody else. But nobody else has a publicist either. We don't. We don't get to choose what we're going to be able to talk about because unlike them, we're sh- sworn to uh, such an oath of secrecy that if we ever break that oath, you lose everything. Like for instance, um, I'll give you a perfect example. The guy who wrote uh, Inside Delta Force, uh, Eric Haney, mm-hmm. uh, he is never allowed back. He will never be allowed to show up at any of the reunions. He is never allowed to inter- uh, intertwine himself within the community. He can't reach out and talk to people. You lose all of that the second that you out all of that shit. Hell, you're borderline just doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'm damn close doing this. It, it's it's like a bike biker club almost. You got to remove your badges, tattoos, everything that you're you're disconnected completely. It it reminds me a lot of um uh I heard uh. After what was that? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. After that TV show came out, there was that guy. He was riding down somewhere in California, and he had bought one of the cuts that they wore in the the TV show in mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy. And uh, one of the things that encoding overload again. Seriously, what the fuck? I have no idea. I can't. I I can't do it right now because we're in the middle of a show. So I know I can't fix it. it this is so fucking retarded. I got gotcha. you. I I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I know my bit rates way high, but. Whatever. Are you guys hardlined or on Wi-Fi? No, we're on Wi-Fi. You got to switch to hardline. When you I, I know, but it, how do you do it on a Mac? Uh, on a, a Mac laptop? Yeah. You get a dock. I got to go. Well, I got to go get a dock then. Yeah. All right. We're dock. gonna we're gonna have to figure that out. That's the way to do it because yeah, live is very tough on Wi-Fi. It doesn't have. It's not. It's not very capable. It's that's your probably your issue. That's probably what it is. And I've I've just got to figure that part out. But either way, the um, so one of the things that they did in um, where was I going with that? I don't know. But uh, Stan Hall, 1776, said uh, Clinton had SEAL Team 6 killed. So obviously they're not deep state tools. 
that's that's a good point. Yep. I I, mm-hmm. I was it Clinton or was it that was that wasn't SEAL Team Six that was SEAL Team Five actually and you're talking about Operation Red Wings and Operation Wet Red Wings was actually the guys that were doing the operation in Afghanistan. So I've just had conversations with people uh, similar to yourself, maybe not as good as you we'll say but they're 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 very connected and that's that's basically what they told me uh and it's, it's not, not a big true i'm not saying it's true but you look at a lot of seals that have come out and run for office and got involved in politics what are they all doing they're all towing the line we're all, all doing the same thing that the the cabal like even 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 people that i love like jocko i love jocko big fan of his but he's out here staying with ukraine you know putin man bad um and i agree jocko is real i agree i'm a big fan of his but uh you know who knows you know a lot of these guys are maybe following orders who knows well the one that always kind of threw me for a loop and maybe you can share some light because he's more out your way than he is uh what's his name the guy from minnesota uh used to be the uh governor of minnesota um jesse ventura jesse ventura oh that guy yeah what what is your take on him because you know if there's somebody out there that it give me one sec i i saw the look on your face so i think i know where you're gonna go but (laughs) one of the things i i want to bring back to your uh attention is that he was like us he was a conspiracy theorist oh it's alex jones yeah I think Alex Jones, at the end of the day, me personally, I think his job was to make us look crazy. That's what he did. I think about it. Anytime you bring up. I I agree. I agree. And I I like Alex Jones and he puts I listen to Alex Jones almost every day. He puts out great information. Um, Alex Jones, he has to speak the truth. I think Alex Jones wanted to be Q, but either he was he was already too crazy or he you know they made him look too crazy for him to be able to fulfill that specific assignment well we know he his father has clown ties yep. um anytime you question the narrative you immediately get oh you must watch you must be a tinfoil hat alex jones info wars etc etc as soon as you question the narrative that's what normies say and he 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 was caught in court and his lawyer said he, it's all an act why is he acting like that? Why not? Why not be, you know, ha- bring that out from time to time for sure. You know, bring that energy a hundred percent. But like. Why I do it all the time? His job. Yeah, it's all the time. And his job was to make us look crazy to the normal people because he says these. Why, a lot of the things that he says was real. Like, for example, he said this. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay, which was a hundred percent real. It was a hundred percent factual, a hundred percent. Like my, we interviewed Dave Hurt, who's a chemist, who went to UC Berkeley, and when he was doing his labs, he was right down the hall from the guys that were doing that test with the, f- the frogs turning them gay. Really, he was really, right down the hall from. Him. He's like, yeah, that shit was real. Like I used to party with those guys. They're cool fucking dudes. I wish but- they would turn our frogs gay because those bastards never shut up. Seriously, they have been fucking cra- nonstop for like two weeks. They seriously never shut up. It's insane. You live in Georgia. That's what you get. I know, and we have a big pond. 
Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I've, been, I've been thinking about throwing some dynamite out there just to see if I can scare <laughs> the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> well, I love Alex Jones. He was a major, major part of my awakening mm-hmm. back in the early 2000s when 9-11 happened. He was going after George Bush. Going to boat like again. Also, he walks into Bohemian Grove and walks out and lives to tell the story. No shit. No right? shit. That's that's that's, that's what to me. That's a big red flag. As much he has to tell the truth because remember, we're free. The people that listen to Alex Jones are free thinkers for the most part. So they're gonna the the, the really good ones are gonna figure out that Alex Jones is bullshitting if he's lying about a lot of the things that he's saying. He has to tell the truth, but he does it in a way that makes it sound so crazy and so outlandish that that's what people say when you bring it up. You can't talk about them turning the frogs gay and, and showing them the paperwork. They will never listen to you. They don't fucking care. That's oh, why yeah. that that's one of the big reasons why I brought up, for instance, that fucking Trump was in office. When these bio labs were were out there in Ukraine, what the fuck was that about? Where was Trump on that? Apparently, they're not just in Ukraine; they're all over the world. Yeah, they're they're thirty seven. We of them have them in the Taiwan too. Yeah, right on the Chinese border. And that so again, I think we we the people play such a big role in winning this war way bigger than we even realize and i think this is is something that has to happen unfortunately for us to get involved because for so many years we sat idly by not saying us individually but people all over all over the country and oh i don't gotta go to school board me i don't gotta go to town hall me i don't gotta get involved because somebody else will do it i'll kick it down the block and and now people are actually getting involved. And like I said to you earlier, my original question: At what point do people get fed up and 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 do something? And not saying anything violent, but you know, take storm the streets. You see all over the country, millions and millions of people gathering for weeks at a time. They're not taking anything. They're they're overthrowing the government in Kazakhstan. They're literally fed up with the the mandates. They didn't do anything violent. They just showed up at the capital and said, "Hey, we're here," and everybody fled. But that's unfortunately, I don't think that's going to have I don't think that's a possibility here. I think when we get to that point, when America gets to that point, it it will be violent. I I, I don't think I don't think they're going to leave us any other option. Look at January 6th. Right. That was the last time that we the people stood up and mass six point seven million of us with without violence, because the whole narrative, the whole insurrection bullshit was just that it was bullshit. The ones that were violent were Antifa. We all know that they were, you know, um, Jonathan Sullivan, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Infiltrators. Uh, Innocent agents, people got caught up. Yes. yes. Now there's 350 political prisoners still sitting in jail in the most horrendous conditions, conditions mm-hmm. that we would literally go to war with another country if our people were in their presence like that. And, I told you what's going on with my good buddy Jeremy Brown, the Green yeah. Beret. Yeah, a um, trespassing charge. Never even stepped foot in the Capitol. But I mean, that's but that's that's exactly the point. I think they did that to scare us so much okay. because they were terrified. They knew how far that this was going to get pushed, and if they didn't do that, then then we would see the same protests now that we've seen around the world, and they wouldn't be able to control it. They wouldn't be able to keep a lid on it. So they did January sixth just to keep us down now that that lid i mean there it, there is a lid on a boiling pot of water and it's about to blow and so, when it does there's no way to keep it peaceful i agree i agree with you but i think there's 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 a few other outlets still happening i really do before it needs to get violent um 
because you look at what's going on and as much as we believe that the election was rigged and we not believe we know there's more than enough evidence and uh how donald trump had the power to do certain things we have to realize that if we just get those small little victories arrests arrests the hillary clintons the low-hanging fruit that solves nothing everybody just goes back to the bread and circus we to to to, to win this war that we we're currently in because we're in a war i don't care what anybody says oh yeah to win this war we need to destroy the entire system and build it back up based on our founding documents there's no remove and replace it can't happen because even if even if we arrest all of these people that are involved in all these things you just say in a perfect world all of a sudden the military comes in swoops in arrests everybody and they're like okay we got all the bad guys out they're arrested they're over at gitmo cool now let's put in the good guys in the same system how long till that system is rigged five years ten years a hundred years till it's rigged again because it will it will be will be corrupted again it's inevitable it can't be the same system so you have to expose that every single system that we have going on including the supreme court including businesses including everything that's going on that it's corrupt and and and, and it, it's not working the people need to get angry enough to say enough is enough and understand why these things are happening when they're happening like are you guys aware of what's going on in in, in uh myanmar yes so i think that's a, a major story in myanmar i don't think anybody's not many people are talking about it i don't know if how much you guys have covered of it but it's everything that we've wanted to happen here in america has happened over in myanmar yeah, we, we covered it when it first when it first went when it down. First broke out, but um, we haven't we covered haven't really it much covered since it since then. then. But you know, all of that that you just said is a hundred percent true. And the last two years have been a revelation or a revelations one on top of the other of all of those things. Right? We've we've discovered that the Supreme Court is completely corrupt. That our election system is corrupt. That big pharma is corrupt. That all all of our government is, is corrupt. Is exposed at, at an all time exactly. high. And Ukraine right now is the exact same thing. It's it's another revelation, right? It's just maybe it's a deeper one. They're showing the corruption of of the deep state and how we we're doing bioweapons research in other countries. And we're what I would not be surprised to see child trafficking ties coming out of this as well, because we know that that's going on there. Money laundering coming out of this possibly uh now they're talking about weapons of mass destruction in fact play play this clip now this is fox news playing a narrative um you know trying to play in the cover-up narrative um it's uh it's quite interesting because she said that it comes directly from um the state department or the department of justice which is interesting mm -hmm. in itself are Soviet-era biolabs that the U.S. has been engaged since 2005 in trying to help Ukraine convert the research facilities safely. In Uzbekistan, for instance, the United States eliminated nearly 12 tons of weaponized anthrax from an island in the Aral Sea in 2001. Here's a statement from the Pentagon, quote, on a daily basis, Russia propagates either either directly through state-run media outlets or through the use of surrogates, disinformation aimed at BTRPs, the U.S. Biothreat Reduction Programs Laboratory, and capacity-building efforts in former Soviet Union countries. The Lugar Center in Georgia and the Central Reference Laboratory in Kazakhstan are the primary targets, but more recent disinformation efforts have targeted laboratories in Ukraine. 
Through these different disinformation campaigns, Russia falsely claims the United States is developing biological weapons in laboratories in these countries, as well as killing local populations with purposeful release of biological agents. That is why White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Moscow's talk today about these bio labs has led to concern uh, by U.S. intelligence that Russia could use chemical or biological weapons in Ukraine to create a false flag operation using them. Sean? Jennifer, but we do know Victoria Nuland admitted that, that labs existed. What exactly they're for, we never got clarity on, correct? Well, we do have clarity. I have a, a fact sheet. That's what I was just reading from, from here at the Pentagon. And it is a long program that has existed where the Pentagon has partnered with these, uh, these bio labs. These were Soviet era labs that remember the Nun Lugar bill and trying to deal with proliferation when the, uh, when the Soviet Union ended. That is part of this effort to try and clean up those Soviet era labs and make sure that nothing uh, escapes from those labs. And so the U.S. has been very open about its involvement there with that. But what Russia does is they take that information, distort it, turn it around and turn it into disinformation. And that is what has U.S. government officials concerned, because often they will do that. They and and that is uh, that is dribble. I agree. Biden sucks stuff. That is 100 percent dribble. Yeah. And uh, I can't disagree with that. I, I think that a lot of America is still uh, figuring it out. Of course, this won't flip. There it goes. And I, I, I think the end all be all of it is eventually we are going to figure all this out. Uh, I, I think we've already started. I think a lot of us are propagating that we don't there's a there, it's really funny i don't know if you've noticed this james but in the last couple of days i have noticed more and more people who are on board with there is no war going on right now in ukraine or at least what's going on is not what they're telling us there yes. might be some conflict but it's definitely not what they're telling us a thousand percent a thousand percent and and it's it was very disappointing at first because so many people that were screaming at the top of their lungs for two years that the media is lying about the about the china virus they're now they were now buying the the ukraine narrative yes that's exactly what i was saying very disappointing but they're all they're all coming around they're all coming around uh you know better late than never um but it's it's cool to see like the regular average person like my mother is like she's like james you were talking about the bio labs like last week i thought you were crazy now they're talking about it in the news i'm like <laughs> i told you like, i told you Totus, well, a totus. And it used to be that the news was a year behind us and then six months behind us and then two months behind us. Now, maybe they're finally catching up so that they're two weeks behind us. So we're 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 getting less crazy by the day. No, it's 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 amazing to see. And I think the average American is seeing it as well. Like they're fed up with it. I You know, I, I don't know if you guys follow MMA uh, or the UFC, but Jake Shields, a UFC fighter. He put out a tweet a couple weeks ago. He's like, yeah, I was just scrolling through a very popular San Francisco Reddit. And they're all fed up with the lockdowns, the mandates. And when a place like San Francisco is fed up with it, you know, the jig is up. You know, it's over like these people are waking up and San Francisco is the most liberal place ever. Well, um, they're not going to be very happy then that the Biden administration extended the travel mask mandate for another month. Oh, great. So now it's uh, for another 30 days, 
Transportation Security Administration is set to extend the federal public transportation mask mandate until April 18th. It was previously set to expire a week from Friday. Uh, It'll be reviewed again over the next month. And during that time, the CDC will work with government agencies to help inform a revised policy framework for when and under what circumstances masks should be required in the public transportation corridor. This revised framework will be based on the COVID-19 community levels, risks of new variants, national data, and the latest science. We will communicate any updates publicly if and or when they change. I'm sorry, that's fucking great. He must be he must be a student of Jaquan Doe. Fight bears. <laughs> I think I should I, I think I should officially read the the uh the CDC's PSAs from here on out. <laughs> I think so too. But the fact that MMA is fact fake and gay, and uh if you do come study at the school of Jaquan Doe, you can learn how to shoot bears directly in the dick from none other, <laughs> none other than the neuter shooter himself. For ten thousand dollars a day. Ten thousand dollars a day. Oh no, Jaquan Doe is about to hit the streets hard. People yes, are gonna- it is. Yes. Um, but you know, all right. So we were talking about revelations and everything that we've learned. And le- yesterday our episode was uh called It's Getting Biblical. And I brought some things out. Um, and I do have to make one other correction from yesterday. So the word on the street uh was going around that Pfizer was delisting from the New York Stock Exchange, okay? Uh, because they filed a form 25, which generally means you're gonna delist from the New York Stock Exchange. But Ed Dowd, are you familiar with Ed Dowd, James? Uh, the name sounds familiar. I'm terrible with names. He's the BlackRock executive, well, former BlackRock executive that's been working with Brooke Jackson. He's been coming out talking about um he was the one that facilitated her going to all of the hedge fund managers um, and uh, having her tell exactly what happened in the Pfizer trials, how they falsified all the data and, and all of that. So that's why you're seeing Pfizer and Moderna stock drop plummet like horribly. Anyway, um, so he came out and he said, no, Pfizer is not delisting their stock. The filing form 25 was for a a 0.25% convertible note that is being retired. We call this a nothing burger on Wall Street. So I was, you know, we get things wrong sometimes. Um, No, well, that means like, normally when the press uses a nothing burger, that means we need to go ahead and fucking start paying attention. Except this isn't the press. This is Ed Dowd. And he's a former BlackRock executive. So if he's saying it's a nothing burger, it's actually a nothing burger. He tells the truth. Um, So anyway. So we hope. Yeah. So that, that was a big, like, conspiracy theories going on and and legitimately because the form 25 normally means they're delisting their stock and given everything that's going on it led to follow that that was a possibility uh apparently it is not however um but uh a couple other things moderna is going to develop mrna vaccines for 15 of the world's worst diseases isn't that fantastic now they are all of a sudden they've tried to develop dozens of mrna vaccines and they all didn't get past stage three trials and now that they get one they're gonna like oh cancer you get a vaccine you get a vaccine everybody gets vaccine (laughs) fucking a oprah is all over this look under your seats look under your seats there's a vaccine under there (laughs) Uh, but listen this is really interesting they're now working on this vaccine for hiv tuberculosis and malaria what do those what do we treat malaria with? It's funny. I uh, could have sworn you used ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Right? You know. Interesting. How about this one? I, I just had a friend of mine. He came back from Disney 
outside the park in Disney. Um, if you don't want to wear a mask in the park in Disney, guess what they have set up? A vaccine tent. Ser- seriously? Yep. But you're not considered vaccinated until two weeks after your second dose. So do you still have to wear a mask if you get the jab? I have no idea. No idea. All I can tell you is what he said. He said he was down there and outside the gates as they were trying to get in. It had They had a great big vaccine tent sitting there. So you can go ahead and get your vaccine before you go in the park. Well, they're not going to have to have vaccine tents anymore soon. Okay. This is a conspiracy theory based in fact. Um, this is from the U.S. Sun. Millions of genetically modified mosquitoes could be released across the United States. Yeah, it, it, supposedly it's happening down in Florida. They're so, developing this down in Florida. Well, they did them in Florida last year. Now they're about to release them everywhere else. So last year, millions of mosquitoes were released in the Florida Keys in a pilot project. We talked about it then because um, we were freaking out about it. Well, no, because we were saying, well, what are the chances that they're going to eventually give us vaccines through mosquitoes? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So uh, the, the aim is to reduce the transmission of harmful diseases such as dengue fever, Zika, yellow fever, and chikungunya. Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, just, just genetically, genetically modify a, a mosquito to, to inject you with an mRNA vaccine. Yep. And there's no more need for tents than everyone's uh, vaccinated. Just but, since they released it in Florida first, where right. Yeah. Just a coincidence. Um, no, it's, it's, it's really wild to see. And it's hard to see because so many people, are going through it like I try to tell my friends and family as much as I can and give them as much information so they can make a decision. And a lot of them have made the wrong decision. It's heartbreaking. Uh, it, it gives me anxiety, honestly, um, knowing the people that I know who, who got the jab and uh, uh, what what has been going on and you know what we've been told about when they start rolling out mass vaccinations, how it's going to be 12 to 24 months before we start really seeing the adverse effects. And we're just passing the 12-month mark for a lot of the first time takers. Um, so it's, it, it, who knows what's going to happen. Well, we're actually seeing a 40% increase in overall mortality, not COVID related. Um, the funeral home, funeral home revenue is up 1200% over last year. Um, death services is what they call it. I believe so, it. And someone yeah. just posted, posted a, uh, um, a picture of all the, death certificates of all the men and women in the military that were in their 20s or early 30s that were found dead in their bunk and uh, they were unresponsive. Oh, I wonder what that could be. I wonder why. And it's just a bunch of them, perfectly healthy soldiers and found dead unresponsive. Well, I always wondered, like, you know, you brought it up. You you just said it. We're sitting here talking about this, right? And it was funny because actually it's not funny. It was actually scary because I had a buddy of mine. He's a uh, big time. He's into all that shit, you know, Hey, invest in this now and you can get money here, blah, blah, blah. If you do this. And he, he gave me some advice the other day. He said, Hey, if you're going to, if you're going to invest in anything, he said, I recommend any of these big, you know, brand name funeral homes. So why is that? He said, have you not seen the profits over the last year? I, I just saw a quarterly profit statement for a fucking a company. And literally, uh, they're up over seven figures right now in what they've made. And I was sitting there going, 
Uh, so you're going to like, this is my problem with it. I have a, I guess I have a morality complex with it. I don't feel like, all right, yeah, I'm going to make my money off the dead. I'm going to profit off of someone's death. Uh, I guess I've done it in the past, but fuck it. Who cares back then? But now I'm kind of like, all right, well, I kind of want, don't want that associated with my name. But my question becomes is when are we going to, is this going to be a breaking point if we do find out that the federal government was funding these hospitals, these doctors, paying the doctors for the death from the jab or COVID? Um, you know, Justin talked about it in his show. We've talked about it here on this show several times about picking a side. Is that going to be the hill we all go to die on? You know, when we find out that these doctors were taking money from the federal government to say on your death certificate or in your medical records that you died from COVID, mm-hmm. you know, where do we, is that going to, do you think we would play it's into it? It's already public knowledge that uh, Cuomo party tits Cuomo was sending people to the nursing homes. Like people that's already public knowledge and people aren't pissed off at that. Like he literally killed people not just, not just him either. There were five governors that did it, but, uh, but Cuomo is the one who actually got public coverage of not very much but it was talked about on the mainstream news um but it and they they tried to spin the story that it it was a conspiracy but it was talked about and it was really only because janice dean's in-laws were among those that were sent into the funeral homes and died and so she she raised a big stink about it she's got a um a you know decent platform as a meteorologist on fox news don't see much of her anymore though no i don't know if she works there yeah she's been let go Mm. I, yeah. wonder, I wonder i wonder why why no but i have an interesting theory i really do and and it, all the pieces fit together so i've pretty much watched every single donnie rally since 2018 uh-huh. i watched a lot leading up to his 2016 election then i took some time off and how i kind of stumbled into q is i was about to take a major black pill because I was already very black pilled before Donnie. Donnie gave me a little hope. I was like, oh, an outsider. Here we go. Maybe we got a shot. He's saying all the cool things. But when he dropped the Moab in Saudi Arabia, I was like, oh, another military industrial complex guy. We're about to get into an unneeded war. And I was about to take a major, major black pill. And I got introduced, introduced to Q. But after that, I started watching all the Donnie rallies. And Donnie has been saying for many years now, at every single rally, oh, very soon we're going to have major cures to major diseases like AIDS and childhood cancer. AIDS should have been done years ago. I don't know why they didn't do it, but we got it started. It'll be done in a couple years. We now know with 100% fact at this point that they used AIDS to create the virus. Well, they used HIV. They used a portion of HIV, which there's now some that now there's a lot of debate, especially um, with the uh, the real Anthony Fauci book that Robert Kennedy Jr. wrote, um, because Fauci suppressed the doctors that were working on AIDS to -hmm. such a degree. Now it's coming out of their initial research that HIV and AIDS may not even be related, that HIV may not even cause AIDS. Well, think about why they would use HIV in the jab because HIV doesn't kill you. No. They weaken your immune system. They want you to die from something else because uh, if people start dropping like crazy from the jab, no one would take it. Nope. So- yeah. You, you need at least a, a, a two-year window for people to start dying. And then from unrelated, seemingly unrelated issues, that's, I think, also why they 
developed it to target like certain genetics. And I think they did that for both the jab and the virus. That's why people had such differing symptoms, you know, like, I mean, I got, I got COVID and I was down for six weeks with 104 degree fever and I don't get fevers. And yet, you know, my friend had the sniffles for three days and we had this, she literally got it from me. So, you know, we, I know we got the same strain. And I literally still have not had it. And you never had it. And you you took care of me for that six weeks when yep. I was about to die. And I almost, I literally was about to die. I got it the week after we left Dal the Dallas event that I met you at. That's where I got it. And the only reason I didn't get it in Dallas was because I already had immunity from when yep. I had it the first time. But there was a lot of people that got sick in Dallas. And there was a lot of drama going on around that too. So, yeah. We don't need to rehash Clay Clark. We yeah, we're know. good on that one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you talked about the black pill. And I, I will say that I took the black pill for a while there, too. And that was a rough one. Um, it's a hard pill to swallow. But there's you can go back and listen to the episodes. Yeah. But there's a there's a white pill. And, you know, it's really interesting. You did an episode with uh, Sully, your friend Sully. President like Sully. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you you dropped that episode the exact same day that we did an episode on, we went on New York Patriot and we talked about our angel experience that we had and it came out. You talked about your angel experience that you had. All right. There's no angel coming to visit this asshole. No way. <laughs> I shot too many nuts at fucking possessed you. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Um, Mick has no recollection, but this 100% happened. And, and that episode has been scrubbed from 90% of the platforms that it was posted on. I think it's only left on Odyssey and Rumble now. Um, but, uh, but he, he was talking about how he thought that, uh, Sully in your episode was talking about how he thought that the Q information had come from the angel Gabriel, mm -hmm. which was a very interesting thing because, that was our angel experience. Um, Your angel experience. Let's get this right. Stop saying <laughs> ours like you've got a, a mouse in your you fucking You've had pocket. one since then, so I don't even want to fucking hear it, okay? Just because we didn't talk about it on the podcast because it hadn't happened yet. But um, as far as, as the white pill, because I do have a, a point to this story, there is something greater than all of us. There is a plan and I think it's the plan that Q talked about and we all took it the wrong way um, because a lot of the stuff that was in the Q post was was biblical. He referenced the Bible a lot. It was very know. biblical. Um, there is a plan. It's not our plan. It's not man's plan. It's mm -hmm. God's plan. And if we're all just here along, you know, we're here for, we're here for the ride. We're along for the ride. Some of us are here because we have a very distinct purpose and we're coming to find out more and more what that purpose is every day. Um, and, uh, and, and some people are, are here, they're NPCs and they're supposed to be, um, we talked about that with, uh, with Mickey Willis, you know, m maybe some of these people walking around that are still wearing masks in their cars two years later, triple jabbed, you know, got everything whatever, done. That, we should not be angry. Yeah. We, we should not be angry with them. We should actually look at them and say, thank you because yeah. they're actually jumping on that grenade for us. Yeah. They're helping wake other people up and they're, they're the, they're the NPCs, but that's their purpose is, is to be that ridiculous to help wake us up. Um, but, uh, there's more and more evidence of that. I know there's a different clip up here. Um, not this one, but it's a little bit further down and this is some craziness that happened. Uh, no, no, no. Nope. Nope. Yes. 
Okay. So. Yeah, this is the bleeding Madonna. I've seen this before. Yes. This is going on in Colorado right now. They can't figure it out. Hold on one second. Let me bring this up so everybody can see it. Because this is kind of crazy. I've seen this before actually in other countries. And it's kind of nuts. Yeah. It's actually more than kind of nuts. Yeah. It's really nuts. Alicia Martínez asegura que este video donde se ve la figura de San Miguel Arcángel lo grabó en el mismo momento oh. en el que el mundo se enteraba de la invasión de Rusia a You, you downloaded the Spanish version? Uh, Do you dude, want me to that translate? Was, that was you know I don't speak Spanish. All right. So uh basically a woman uh, a woman's Saint Michael statue has reportedly been oozing blood since the start of the war in Ukraine. So according to Alicia Martinez of Bloom uh Broomfield, Colorado, a Saint Michael statue that she has in her home began to ooze blood on February twenty-third, twenty twenty-two shortly before Russian troops invaded Ukraine. She shared the video on social media. It quickly became viral. However, after several people accused her of trying to get attention, she took it down. Uh, Martinez was shocked by what happened and called the priest, asking for spiritual guidance, who responded by encouraging her to pray. Um, the, the archdiocese has recently been informed of the claim, and they are investigating. Um So uh, it says the church is very skeptical when it comes to reports of miracles as they can be manufactured or simply natural events that are seen by an individual as something supernatural, whether it be an apparition of the Blessed Mother, a Eucharistic miracle, or a St. Michael statue oozing blood. A team of scientists investigate the event to determine if it follows the rules of nature or if it's impossible to explain outside of a supernatural cause. I will say that they have investigated um, these statues oozing blood before, and they have not been able to determine why also happens. also realize real quick when you're looking at that just so you're aware um this is not unheard of this isn't the first one the weird part about this is it is the angel gabriel or archangel great gabriel you have to michael. Understand, uh, michael there are you have two you have well in, at least in catholicism you and uh, being a catholic that i am um you have two different levels there i guess you could say of what um this thing ever flips back over there we go yeah uh, of what angels huh. are you have your normal angels which are just regular run-of-the-mill and then you have your archangels or your architect type angels that um they put god's plan into motion according they, they to built they built and run the simulation catholic belief all right we believe that those angels are the ones that actually construct so for instance gabriel was the one that came down and talked to mary the night that she conceived jesus and he told Jesus, look, or he, told, he Mary. told Mary, look, you're going to have a child. She's like, well, I've not been with a man. Well, you're going to have a child. Let me just give it to you that way. It's going to be God's child. And from this point, he will be killed. And he, she knew the day that she conceived Jesus, that from that day forward, that he was going to die a young man. She knew his story before he did. And she took no part in it. She took no part to tell him anything about what was to come. She never told him, hey, look, this is the way it's going to work, blah, blah, blah. You need to watch that shit. Anyway, this stuff happens all the time. Mary's eyes bleed. That's the one that I see all the time yep. is any of the statues of Mary, especially in the Catholic faith. It doesn't matter where you go. It's just really odd that this time it's Michael. Michael. Michael was the archangel of war. He was the he was the one he was the one that came down. If you've ever seen, um, uh, what the fuck is that movie? Dominion. With, 
Yeah. Uh, was no, it? Legion. No. Legion. Yeah. If you've ever seen the movie Legion, Michael was the one that comes down against the fucking. Um, the Legion. But from our experience, what, what I've learned right now is that Gabriel still has hope for us and has been trying to help wake us up. And Michael's about done and he's ready to kill us all. But the point that with with your guest, you had a guest on. I guess that talked about angels yeah, as well. Like silly. He's he's he he actually went to school with the Trump boys and wild story behind that. It was it was insane. Uh, but the story that Sully was telling about the Archangel Gabriel was a insane experience. So I grew up Catholic like yourself. Went to CCD and went to Catholic high school. Did the whole Catholic thing and Catholicism really turned me away from God big time because of the Vatican, because of everything that was going on with the pedophilia. Uh, I, I saw it as a cult. That's what I saw it as. Um, See, I missed out on all of that because uh, my biggest issue was <laughs> I was taught to a certain set of rules. We were taught the 10 commandments. Mm -hmm. There are certain things you just don't fucking do. Of course. And then I'm going out and doing those things every day. So I kind of took a step back from the church. I kind of walked away from it for a very long while because I could not rationalize with myself my religious belief in what Catholicism was and my physical belief, which was I was walking around whacking people. I mean, shooting dudes directly in the dick. I just, there was something about that, that I just could hard, not hard to ask forgiveness for that. When you know, you're going to go do it again the next day. Exactly. It, it was like, all right, look, if I do it all, what I was thinking, if I do it all in one group, I can go ask for forgiveness on a Friday and it'll all be done. It'll, I'll, I'll, I'll get my slate clean. Cause that was the best part about being a Catholic. We could fuck up all week long. And then mm -hmm. on Sunday we go into confession and all of our sins would be wiped clean. We're good to go. Let's go next week boom and we're on sinning again but the whole point was like I, I couldn't do that every day so i didn't see the point in following something that i didn't feel that i was going to be able to abide by the laws or the rules that were given to truly me. atone for exactly. i had some because I, I i may not be shooting people in the dick but i was out there doing all these fucking crazy things that to these bible thumping super super christian catholic people would not agree with like even today on our show uh i i tell people i believe in god i 100 believe in god but people are like how can you believe in god and, and speak like the way you do and curse all the things and say all the things that you say i'm like my biggest issue with with religion and my relationship was got with god was exactly that i didn't know that i could separate the two I didn't know I could go straight to the source. I thought I had to go to a priest to speak with God. I thought I had to follow this religion that was created by man rather than being able to say, uh, go straight to the source and speak with God myself and, and, and do it that route. And it took, it took me very long to understand that. And I have a lot of regrets. You know, my grandmother was one of the most devout Catholics I've ever met in my entire life. She had a rough life. Her son died at 17 in a car accident. She had, a, she had a, a, a young newborn die early. Uh, her husband died very early. So she had a very rough life and, and very heavily believed in God. And I told her when I was in high school that I didn't believe in God. It's one of my biggest regrets that I ever had in my entire life. And it's, I, I didn't understand it at the time because I, I, I thought religion and God were the same thing, and they're not.
No, they're not. They are completely different. You're absolutely right. And uh, as I've come to figure it out, and even now I'm kind of, again, find myself at odds with the church for a lot of the same reasons of what you just said, especially about the pedophilia, especially about, I mean, I want the my- The current Pope. I Pope want- that you, You're not Catholic if you don't get vaccinated. God wants you to get vaccinated. That's yeah. like- no, no, that's not true. That is not accurate. Uh, my kids, I want my kids to grow up in a Catholic- uh, I want them to have the same upbringing that I had because I believe there is something to that because I, I turned out all right. So I, I got a feeling that yeah. it's got to work for them too. And my kids have taken to it and they love it. Well, our older son actually drug us back to the church. He's always been called to the church. Our younger son is more spiritual than religious. So I, I think I think there's definitely uh churches that you can get involved in and i always say like even when i turned away from god and i and i didn't have a relationship with god i always saw the bible and religion as almost like a book of morals like a a, a way to live your life but yes. i always said like when you, when you read these things they're you know it's like the game telephone they were written down thousands of years later how accurate were those stories that were told and uh i had a really big issue with the way that you know the catholic more specifically the catholic church was being run you know the pope's the pope where he speaks it, it's a, it's literally a, a snake's head yeah. it's literally a snake's head the guy is evil and and all the the crimes and evil things that the catholic church why is the vatican one of the only things that stayed a constant through all of these regime changes all of them how they come they have don't... the playbook in their vaults Yes, and how come they have the book? Yeah, the book of Alexandria, forty-eight miles worth of of documents and books. Why can't we see all of these things? Well, it, okay, and the, what you just talked about with God, right? This is something I had to figure out with the Catholic Church. The Vatican is not the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is the church where you go to church, where you have a priest. They're going to say a bit that the Vatican supports. However. I've also noticed a lot of priests as of late going against what the Vatican's preaching. And there's a lot of priests that are standing up and saying, no, no, you don't have to get a vaccine to be a Catholic. That doesn't, that's not what that means. And, and it's funny because it's, and we just moved, right? So we just moved churches. And I actually, before we moved, I walked out of our old church in protest because our priest said just that. He was like, everyone needs to get vaccinated. I was like, fuck you. And I walked. Um, but at our, our new church, we had she a, didn't say fuck you. In the no, I didn't. Church. I, I mean, just so you're aware. I, She's not a complete heathen. She's only partial heathen. I would have, but um, anyway. Uh, but our son was, one of our sons was serving as an altar server that day. So I was slightly respectful. Yeah. Um, but uh, we, we came to a new church and we had a traveling priest and he's the one. And I've heard that a lot. It's the traveling priests that are the ones saying, we need to come together. They're doing everything they can to divide us with uh, with with religion and race and vaccines. Stop letting them divide us. You don't need a vaccine. Don't you believe in God? Don't you trust God? That's yep. what it is. That's so, exactly what it is. There's, there's some good it, ones it, out there. So you really got to pick it. I, I, I guess... Um... I'm not saying individual churches. I'm not speaking like there's absolutely some amazing, amazing churches and amazing priests and amazing leaders in 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 uh it, around the world. They're all over. The, I've met plenty of them. Um, you know, the guy up in Canada who's kicking out the police got arrested. He's now sitting in jail. Yeah, that, that passed. Amazing. I met his one of his friends, Doctor uh, Pastor Sylvain Jolie. He was at a uh, 
I don't know if you met him in Dallas. He's a really cool guy. There's amazing, amazing people, and they're a hundred. It's it's a very blanketed statement when I say these religions are are evil, a hundred percent. But at, at the core, where where the central, just like in the FBI, in the military, in in the intelligence agencies, it's not the average everyday guy that shows up to work that's just following orders. It's the it's the the upper the upper echelon of these places that are the evil ones and unfortunately they hold the power through media and through so many other outlets so social media they own so many different outlets that they're able to control narratives so well and it's very difficult and it's and it's across every board not just religion but you look at the vatican you look at these high level religious leaders they're all evil and corrupt so i got an, a kind of question off topic for you because i'm actually dying to hear your answer on this one because you guys talked about it you and justin talked about it on, on his last podcast and i'm dying to know did you really put in to go down to cpac yeah i did okay who did you talk to because i would love to go to cpac and just to i i guess i'd be the dick in the ointment just to start asking like rhinos what the fuck they're doing they won't let you they denied us really yeah, they denied us. Yeah, yeah you got you gotta be turning point USA. You're gonna be fucking Charlie Kirk or or Jack Basobic to get in I, there. I did the Patriot Double Down with the Patriot Voice. I did that event. That was my first event. I did a bunch of Clay Clark's events. And I don't I've never even met Clay or interviewed the guy. I just go to interview the people that are there and, and ask the questions that I want to ask because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Um and I, I wanted to go to CPAC to do exactly that, to ask these rhino Republicans why there's no, it's all lip service, no action. I wanted to talk to them about a lot of the things that are going on in the Republican Party and why they're literally stonewalling everything that's for the people and, and only lining their pockets. Um, and I got denied. They, they So you go to, uh, there's a website that you go to to apply. Uh, I applied the same time as somebody else. They got in. I didn't. Um, it's probably because we smoke weed on air, talk about cannabis and how the war on drugs is fucking fugazi um then q uh, and we support q yeah and we support q uh and, and here's the thing i think uh so yeah we got denied so you i, I you could try you could try i sent in I, like our interviews with dr peter mccullough dr stella emmanuel like i sent some really good interviews of people dr dave martin of people that we've had on the show still got denied um so you could try. It's worth a shot. I could give you the, the website to go and apply, but we got denied. Um, so I'm not even going to bother applying again. Um, I, I figured we'd get denied. I figured. But as far as Q goes, we support Q. But I, I think, like you were saying earlier, we misinterpreted a lot of it. And I think the purpose of Q, I think Q is done. I don't think we're going to hear from Q ever again. And maybe at the very end of the show when this is all done. But other than that, I, I don't think we're going to get any posts. Um, but I really think the purpose of Q was not really what we thought it was. I don't think, I think it was to create an army of digital soldiers to share this information far and wide because without Q, there wouldn't be an army of digital soldiers that is disseminating information that's able to research and dig and find the information to show that the media is wrong. Because I've been doing this for, for over two decades. Since 2004, I've been doing this. And Oh, James, you're the crazy conspiracy theorist. Oh, oh, John Kerry and George Bush, both part of Skull and Bones. Elections are rigged. No, uh, James, why would they rig the elections? What do you mean, why would they rig the elections? Like, they're both part of a secret. Like, what are we talking about here? No one believes you. Yeah. And, and if it wasn't for all of us digital soldiers who are out here 
uh, digging and researching and sharing this information far and wide to everybody, we wouldn't have a fighting chance. 20 years ago, if this happened, we had the mainstream media. We'd have no fucking clue about any of it. It would be just a small group of individuals that are screaming loud and wide. And and, and, and if, there, if there wasn't a cue, that would be the same situation. It would It'd be, be a all over again. A bunch of small group of individuals who are screaming, no coordination, nobody's communicating, nothing like that. Now there's literally like if, if one of the bigger accounts that talk about this stuff get exposed, there, there's a, a rally to, to, to share, share, share their account and say, hey, go, they're back. You know what I'm saying? And, and some bigger accounts are clearly controlled opposition, 100%, but not all of them. And you have I to do that. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be careful when you're calling people shills. Uh, I think it's just like you calling using the word racism. I really do, because there's definitely shills a thousand percent. There's definitely people that are trying to infiltrate us and expose us and make us look stupid a thousand percent. But when you start pointing the finger and saying this person's a shill, this person's a shill, this person's a shill, then it it, it dampens it because not everybody's a shill in, <laughs> in reality, you know. Uh, there's just some newbies. You have to factor in that there's people that are just waking up and they're seeing the opportunity to grow a, a social media presence. So they're trying to get involved and they don't know the knowledge that they should know when they're talking about these things. You have to fact a lot of new people and they're idiots, unfortunately. And I always say it's the cool thing now. Like it's really the cool thing now to be the conspiracy theorist. Really think about it. Everybody's doing it. No, you're absolutely correct. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I, I think, uh, the more and more people, I, I I agree with you. I think Q was sent to wake everybody up. That was it. That was his whole intent and pur purpose. If you look at the posts that we can, we can 100% say that Q wrote, if you look at those posts, he always left it off with a question. He never told you anything. Exactly. He asked you a bunch of questions and then made you go out and research it yourself and then go, oh shit, he's right. Mm -hmm. Not only that, I, I think we, I think a lot of people had the timeline wrong. It's just starting. I think the timeline just started. I think the red October that he referred to in post six or eight or 10 or whichever one it was when he referred to red October, this was, this was last yeah, October. We're in March madness now. Yep. You think we're, this could be the March madness. I think it's, I thought about that. I've kicked the tires around on that, on that theory, but I mean, here's the thing. Anytime something major has happened with Q, it's never been because a bunch of anons predicted it. It was always we woke up in the morning and something happened and somebody looked back at the post and was like, holy shit, like the McCain proof, one of the biggest proofs there is. When, when I remember watching that live, seeing Q post no name returns to the headlines. I knew years before Q existed what no name was about, who he was, how he was a traitor, and how he was part of this globalist elite. But at the time, people forget he was MIA for like six months. The only times we saw him was when those boots switched, those walking boots switched that everybody was talking about. Prior to that, he was MIA. All of a sudden, no name returns to the headline. I'm like, yes, we're going to get some no name news. Here we go. Maybe he's coming back. Nothing. Week goes by. Two weeks go by. Three weeks go Nothing. This is on July 25th, 2018. On August 25th, one month to the day, Q posted it at 4.20 in the afternoon. I, I, I forgot to mention. But one month of the day, New York Times at 428 in the afternoon announces that John McCain's dead. How do you know that information? We didn't know that was a proof until it was a proof. Yep. Soleimani, the same thing. Yep. January 3rd, 2020. When you write that out as a date, 1320. 
oh, you go to post 1320, which was posted in May of 2018. It's all about how POTUS just removed the deep state tie to the to to all of these terrorist organizations. Oh, oh, and how he took control of Iran. Oh, just a coincidence. And it wasn't approved until it was approved or even Epstein and Maxwell. I, I live out in the West Coast. So like I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning, Maxwell or Epstein, they were picked up at like six, seven in the morning, East Coast time. East Coast I time. Wake up, my phone has a thousand texts. James, wake up, wake up. What is going on? Because my phone's on silent. I get so many notifications. It'll just go off all day. And and I woke up to a million. Men. We didn't know it till it happened. It didn't. It wasn't like, oh, the night before. Oh, I think tomorrow they're going to get they're going to get this guy. They're going to arrest this guy. We had no fucking clue. And that's the part of it. If we know sitting here on our couch or even you who probably have a lot more sources than, than someone like me or anybody on my team could figure it out sitting on our couch, then this is a shitty fucking plan. It's a terrible plan because we're fighting against these global elites that control everything. Well, before we close out, um, because we're we're running late and I got to pick up our kid, I, I do want to close out with um, John McCain's uh, protege, as it were. Well, let's let's go two in a row. Um, so no, go back. Uh, is that keep going? Yeah. So that one. And then this one, uh, actually the Biden one before we play the Biden one first. All right. So the this one Biden idiot right. one first. Yeah. That one. So this, this is not McCain's protege. This, you know, Biden stands on his own two feet. And, as and, stand tall, you're and stand tall. You're absolutely right. Because you can only have so much circumstantial evidence before it becomes all fact. So you know, there's, a mathematical, there's a mathematical number of coincidences before it's mathematically impossible. Do you know how many coincidences it is until it's mathematically impossible? How many? Five. Personally, I don't believe. I don't believe in, in coincidences, coincidences. So it's yeah. a tough one for me. Yeah. But, but but even even still, even if you did, there's there's only five coincidences that relate to each other that can happen before it's mathematically impossible that it is a coincidence. So it shuts down their argument immediately. I uh, I, I, I would agree with that. Yep. Yep. All right. Play play this idiot real quick. This is um Biden showing his true colors as usual. I just think that. Uh, Jake, you're a fighter pilot. You get this stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? You can smile, Jake. It's okay. It's okay. Jake's a Republican. I, I like the hell out of him. He's got... No, I'm serious. This Earth guy's flat. the real deal. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could... They really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough group, but a good group. Look, I want to... Very racist comment right there, just saying. Super racist. Uh, black, though. Two of them looked like they could. Well, one of them was uh, he looked Middle Eastern. The one that he was talking about. Two of them looked oh, like they yeah. could and did play ball, and one looked like he could bomb you. The one he was talking about, he said they could look like he could bomb you. Yeah, he's Middle Eastern. Yep. That's Way to be a racist. You let two guys that athletes are. He said, "We're like black." So, and here's uh, here is John McCain's protege. Oh yeah, oh, Lindsey Graham talking about Joe Biden. If you can't admire Joe Biden as a person, then it's probably you got a problem. <laughs> you need to do some self-evaluation because what's not to like? And um, he's the nicest person I think I've ever met in politics. Is that right? He is as good a man as God ever created. See, now with that, I'm going to say this, too, because I he's also... He's as good a man as God ever created. I'm sure his daughter disagrees. The one that he had... Um, 
showers with you know, when he molested her. I also believe in one other thing here too, uh, other than other than Lindsey Graham being a complete shell. But outside of that, the the one thing that I've heard a lot of politicians say about Joe Biden is, oh, how nice of a guy Joe Biden is. Okay, that's great. Um, but the other thing I've heard a lot of politicians say about Joe Biden is um, if he remembers who you are. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so wait a minute. Where does that, when do we start talking about the 25th Amendment? Because I'm sorry, at some point, we have to call that into focus. At some point, he can no longer do his job as president of the United States. If he can't remember who you are on a daily basis, there's a problem. You can't forget about this either. Yes, coming from my ass. Every day he's just shitting himself. Yeah. I know. I got Secret Service friends that, that have told me they posted a guard at the stairs at the top of the residence. So that way they have one of the uniform division guys up there all night, all the way from like five o'clock at night, all the way till five o'clock or six o'clock the next morning when they first go to get him up. And that that guy's whole job is to make sure that Joe Biden doesn't go downstairs because he literally was found downstairs walking around the White House naked, shitting himself. What is going on? I heard that story. And uh, what is going on? Like, this is crazy. Again, again, the only the only explanation is it's all a staged. Like why? There's no explanation for why he's using a stage and, and, and creating a fake road. Uh, uh, office white house oval yeah. office where he's got a picture outside and everybody's like uh sir in the what that's in the eisenhower building right correct that's across the street I, in eisenhower well, they've building. actually had that stage in effect since 60s early 60s yeah it's the old what? one that they use for kennedy if if you're if you're really the president of the united states and isn't it part of being president to be able to take your meetings and talk to the media inside the oval office and make announcements behind the resolute desk desk like <laughs> Joe Biden has been trying to become the president for how long? How many attempts did he have? He finally yep. got in and got to sit behind there. You're telling me he's going to use an uh, a stage? Why is he the first president to not get a military transport to his inauguration? Why aren't they giving them giving him the tag of Air Force One when he flies? Why are they doing these things? There's zero explanation for any of it. Where even, are the two little girls in Pinko at the inauguration? Remember he, the disappearing girls from the video? Even when he was on board, it they don't give it the designation of Air Force One. Yeah. Which is like, and he and Camelotoe fly together in the same plane. Why are why are he and Camelotoe in the same plane together at the same time? They're never supposed to be do that. That goes against every rule the Secret Service has. Yep. State of the Union was the first State of the Union he ever gave. Like last year, he didn't give one. No, he didn't. Why not? COVID. Everybody said, "Oh, well, it's because of COVID." And I was like, "We've had pandemics before, and they still gave fucking State of the Union." Yep. You're addressing the people like he again. He's wanted to be president for how many years? He's finally in there. You're telling me he's not going to get up there and do his his presidential duties and give a State of the Union and swing his dick like what like the Trump did or anybody else did? Um, yeah, no, it's 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 really wild. There's so many unanswered questions to this administration, and the fact that they chose Kamala Harris as the VP is another big question to me. Like she pulled the lowest out of anybody, and they picked her. Like it, it would make and and as sad as it is to say, as sad as it is to say, if they picked Bernie Sanders and rigged the election for Bernie, it would have been more believable than anything that we're seeing right now. A thousand percent, absolutely. And, and that is that is very sad. Yep. And and because Bernie actually 
garnered support because of the indoctrinations in our schools. These idiot kids just want social free things. Give me free things. But he actually had rallies where people would show up. Joe Biden had nobody. He couldn't even speak. Kamala Harris had nobody like they could have put anybody in the VP spot. Pete Buttigieg, they could have put anybody that was doing better than. But they picked Kamala Harris. Even the liberals hated that bitch. Yeah. None well, of it makes sense. None of it. From, and from her own state, they hated her. She pulled it like 0.5% or something like that before she took herself out of the race. Well, that's like, because she kept prisoners in prison past the point of their release date so that they she could continue to work them for slave wages. Mm -hmm. and, and votes, apparently. Yeah. And well, either way, James, we've kept you long enough. Yeah, man. it's been awesome. We really do appreciate you coming on and uh, hope you come back. And uh, we hope yes. to be on your show. Saturday, March 19th. We're doing a conspiracy roundtable. We do it. We, we call it True Spiracy Show Saturday night. So it's 9 p.m. Eastern time. So it'd be six o'clock for you. Uh, so Saturday, March 19th, we're doing a True Spiracy. Um, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, if I go to Detroit for the college wrestling tournament, I will. Uh, I'll try to stop on stop in for sure. But I Excellent. might be part of that. Okay. Uh, but I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a blast. We'll have to do, definitely do this again and have you guys on our show. Uh, once we're, we're, tr we're transitioning to live on the 22nd and then, uh, we're going to do a couple live shows, just me and the boys so we can get comfortable with it. And then we're going to start bringing on some guests. So we'll get you guys scheduled pretty quickly. We definitely want to have you guys on. Sweet. Not a problem. We live appreciate is it. easy. It makes editing so much faster. It does. That's why I'm doing it. That's exactly <laughs> why I'm doing no, it. No more spending six hours uploading videos to rumble. That, that's uh -huh. what I've learned. I've learned that, that this is actually a better way of doing it, but. Yeah, no, I want to interact with our audience as well. I want to, you know, I want to build a relationship. We have a very large audience and I want to build a better relationship with them and get them involved in the show. Um, yeah, we love, we, we, I mean, we love pulling the chats, you know, we have our, our chat is rocking and, and I apologize guys. Normally we're more on the chat. Um, involved but, uh, in it, but you guys but yeah. really have blown this one out. This one's like two miles long. It's awesome. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's that, you know, the live interaction with, with your audience, you know, like our, our audience are our friends. Um, the only reason we exist. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole reason we Ab do it. Absolutely. So, so, so blessed. So I want to bring them involved and get them, get them involved. We're excited to go live and we'll be on Foxhole. We'll be on uh, rumble cloud hub, D live Twitch. We'll be on all the major platforms. Um, so we'll be really excited to go live uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, awesome. don't be surprised if you don't get anybody on D Live initially because it took us for, forever to even get like two people. Yeah. Uh, Ditto Bots, the name of his channel yeah, is it, We the People tell Radio. Tell everyone where they can find you because we've had some people in the chat asking where they can find you, James. So we're on all major podcast platforms except for Spotify. They kicked us off. Uh, so Apple, Google. Us too. Uh, yep. A good, that's a badge of honor. Badge yeah. of honor. So Apple, Google, Podbean. Uh, we're on all of those. We're on the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV uh, with a lot of other really, really great show. I know Justin's on there. Cannabis and Combat's on there. So it's on Roku TV. Uh, and so is, so is Josh. Josh is actually on there. So we, we're going to have to Yeah, Jan as well. I'm going to talk to Alan. We're going to get you guys on there. Awesome. Uh, we're going to get you guys on there. It's a really cool network. Uh, we'll get you guys on there. So we're on there. Um, our Instagram is uh, at We the People Radio with periods in between each letter, uh, and our website's WPRUSA.com. Uh, that's where you could find us. Uh, and if you want to see this beautiful face, this beautiful ginger beard, we're on Rumble for video because they kicked us off of YouTube. We never even tried YouTube. Yeah, I, I, we I knew do, we'd get I kicked off like the, right off the bat. So. I do like the ginger beard. It it, it does. Uh, it it really gives 
uh, gives you the, mm, you know. I tell you, you think you get grow a beard, you think you're nice and manly, you know, until you're sitting in front of the fucking mirror with a blow dryer, making sure it's not all over the place. And you're like, oh, I've never spent this much time grooming myself ever in my life. <laughs> now, actually, I just started growing mine back out. And uh, when mine grows out, I look like a true Mick. I can pull it out and it, it curls up. There's actually a picture. I of actually him. have a picture yeah. of me where I was. Uh, I took a picture. A uh, buddy of mine took a side shot, and we were on on top of an MRAP. We were driving back onto a base, and uh, the sun was right here, and it cast a shadow against the door. On the door, it looked like I was the little dude from the. I put my fists up. I looked like I was the fighting Irish dude from Notre Dame. It's fucking hysterical. They were like, "Look, I knew he's a Mick. Look at this little shit." <laughs> fucking epic. Love yeah. It. Well, I appreciate you guys. We definitely got to do this more often. And uh, I'm going to set you up with Alan over at the Patriot Podcast Network. We'll get you guys on there. Awesome. Hey, we're supposed to actually be going to Vegas in May. Yeah. So uh, when we get out there, we're definitely looking you up. Yeah. Let's go shooting out and let's go have some fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Me and Justin hang out regularly. You guys come by the house. We'll have a good time. There, there you go. Sounds, Sounds like, a, like a blast. Awesome. All, All right. right. Well, we appreciate it, man. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, everybody else, go check out We the People Radio. Uh, and of course, we will be back Saturday night, uh, nine o'clock. We have a pre recorded episode. It will be our Kovac special. Yeah. So someone in the chat was asking if we'd seen the Pfizer documents, the uh, the first 10,000 pages. Uh, yes. That was uh, actually, that was, I know exactly who that was. Uh, if I can find it, uh, Sparky Boy. Sparky Boy. Yeah. Asked okay. About so, it. yes, we have. Um, we went through it uh, quite a bit, at least the adverse events or the adverse reactions um in our Kovacs episode our Kovacs special that will be on this saturday at nine so it's four hours it, long it is so four be prepared hours. to sit there and listen it is hardcore um we go into all the Kovacs special like like we do with all of our Kovacs specials it's uh it's very in-depth um we do have a an incredible surprise guest right at the beginning so um yeah that was that was amazing and that part of it was so good i mean the whole show is awesome but that part was so good that i'll probably pull that out and set it as later down the line set it as its own separate episode, episode. yeah 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 so either way check it out nine o'clock saturday night and yep. we'll be back monday at 6 30 and uh we'll see y'all later yep. but uh for making me lynn yeah i'm not gonna, gonna take it, it. Like, share, subscribe, of course, because we always forget about that. Yeah, Thanks again, so James. And again, check out We The People Radio when you have a chance. Yeah. Talk to you later.